episode of Hitting Pater by Impact Sports. This is episode number 62, and I'm Alex Beaudry. Back with me, Mr. Brian Klemecki. How you doing, Brian? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good, man. We were just, uh, before we jumped on here, talking a little NBA. Got game four tonight? Game four in Back Boston. Back in TD Garden? Yeah. Who do you like? Heat. Heat? You think Heat? Do you think the Heat close it in Miami in five, or do you think this goes six? Probably six. Yeah, I think, I mean, Jimmy Butler has just shown that he's probably the best player in the series. Uh, I know all of these Jason Tatum lovers out there, he's just shown he's not the guy. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's jimmy been pretty much it's the same statistic-wise, flying, flying under the radar. Um, and defensively, he's way better than Tatum, I think, right now. Yeah. Um It'll be interesting to see how Boston bounces back. I will say they've bounced back nicely in the playoffs after a loss. Yeah. Um, almost had a nice little comeback. Hey, the Heat have been bouncing back the same way too. It's true. Everyone counted the Heat out after game two, and then they put up like they were up like uh-huh. thirty in game three at one point. Yeah. Uh, I'm still in the seven stages of grief from the yeah. Bucks. It, <laughs> it just it sucks because if Middleton would have been healthy, oh yeah, we'd be like, in the finals. It'd be. Yeah, I, I think I think probably still the best team in the East. But such is life. We got lucky with last year's with you know the Nets having major injuries and. I was talking with Mike. I said, "Look, you told me if you told me uh, start of Giannis's career, if we could win a championship within five years of ten years of, of when he came, I'd take it." Yeah, and even if it's the only one we get, exactly. Like it, I'm not going to be greedy, yeah. but I want five. Yeah, I want five. <laughs> But I'll take the one, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna love that till I die. Yeah, and then on the West, I believe you had Golden State go up three zero yeah, on 3-0. Dallas. That series looking kind of ugly. Kind of ugly. Hey, big props to Luca though. That man, <laughs> that man can ball. Just needs a little bit of help. A little bit, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's putting forty on these guys and still getting crushed. So he needs a he's something. Maybe a big man like Cron Three Towns or something like that, or uh, maybe if you could him and Jokic could ever get together, mm. that would be fireworks. Um, what What do you make of the rumors that uh, Damian Lillard is on the move? Uh, I've been seeing a lot of the uh, Dame to the Bucks talk. Well, because he yeah he tweeted that, that who would you want to play with? He'd want to play with Giannis. Yeah, I, the the Bucks would have to get rid of Drew or Chris. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. No, probably not. Yeah, I mean, Drew at this point in his career is like maybe like a top three defensive point guard in the league, maybe the best point guard in the league um, defensively. I'm not going to swap that out for Dame, who plays zero like a defense. Yeah. What Dame does give you, though, is outside shooting. Yeah, fair. I mean, Drew can Drew can shoot, a little bit. But yeah, but Dame's another whole other level. Dame's yeah. like an MVP-type candidate. But uh, the Bucks, I feel like their backbone is Giannis playmaking and defense. But why not make your backbone offense uh yeah it's going it's the golden state method like yeah. we're just gonna outshoot teams yeah well you know what dallas's uh mantra is the offense right now the five out offense and they're getting blown out so yeah. they have no defense uh, drew drew you can put on jason tatum drew you can, drew you can put on anybody exactly like he's a point guard you can put on six foot eight <laughs> power forwards so i mean i'm not gonna that's so valuable i hear you i hear you i'm just playing devil's advocate <laughs> dame would get hunted on defense yeah and but you know what 
not that the Bucks have problems selling seats right now, but you get oh yeah, I mean it'd be fire. the number of jerseys sold, yeah. and it would be as a business decision. Oh yeah, you, the, you, and you want to talk about um, like I mean fucking Christmas Day games. I would. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably buy a Lillard jersey. <laughs> yeah, even but, if he's here for like two years. Yeah, as man. A like, player. dude, that guy's phenomenal. But like to break up the big three, like, look, you want to chip with one with them. You could have probably won this year. Mids didn't get hurt. I mean, looking forward, you can probably you're probably a favorite next year. Like, don't break up a good thing. Yeah, I just they do need some help. I you think, think? Uh, maybe not like the level of like Lillard help, but, but okay. like some like outside shooting help. But if Middleton, if Middleton's there, we win first Boston. It's true, that's true. But you know, injuries happen though. Okay. At the NBA is a long. It is, season. but like you know, I I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't blow up this team. I wouldn't say we need like a drastic, like overhaul here not saying drastic either. i think we need like one mid-level exception type role player and that's mm-hmm. i mean that's it hmm. you bring back pat you bring back bobby i think you got a good thing going with i mean you, you can switch everything on defense yeah yeah that's true you just gotta get like pretty much move off brook bring like a like a Kayvon looney type player in there like some five that i actually think brook is more important than portis or pat though Brooke is a liability, though, at times. At times, but, like, at other times, he can be dominant. And, like, he's a true seven-foot center who can still stretch the floor. Yeah, but the only like type Like, the Bucks of, played way better when he came back from his back injury. So, oh, yeah. So, like, Brooke is absolutely needed in the in the regular season. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's a must. But you run into, into trouble with Brooke is when the only defense of style he can play is the drop defense. And then you get into these elite point guards. You're going against the Steph Curry's, the Chris Pauls. Yeah. That can just be like, all right, you're going to give me five feet? I'll take this three. Bang. Bang. Yeah. In your eye. Like, okay, well, now Brooke can only play 15 minutes a game. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I hear you. So they're playing Bobby at center, Giannis at center for 40 minutes a game. That's, I mean, hmm. you need, uh, I think you need a mobile center. More athletic guy. More athletic guy, but needs some girth to him. Maybe your guy, uh, I shouldn't say your guy, maybe Pat Baldwin Jr., from UW? Yeah, dude. He's. I didn't realize he was 6'10". I don't pay that close attention to yeah. college hoops anymore. I don't either, but I was reading some stuff on him. He he was like a top five like ish type lottery pick, and he fell all the way down the well, boards. He, he battled some injuries. He's raw. I mean... It didn't help. He went to UW. Didn't, didn't help there. It didn't help that his dad got fired yeah. while there. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's he's going to be there for the, pack, or for the Packers. The Bucks to take there at like, what, 24 mm-hmm. if they want him, but we'll see. And you got to convince him to like put on like thirty pounds to play center. <laughs> well, yeah, but Bobby Portis isn't that big. I'm just saying you Bobby get... gets murdered in the playoffs at center though. He can't play center. It's Giannis <laughs> playing center and Bobby's yeah. playing power forward. Yeah. Interesting stuff. All right, man. <laughs> when is that draft? Is that June? Yeah, late June. Isn't it weird that they do their draft while the playoffs are going on? No, it's not. Oh, is it right after? Like like a week after, yeah. I'm so confused because last year, didn't the playoffs go into July with the COVID late start? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's what threw me off there. Yeah. So I think the play the final start June 2nd, they'll probably go to like mid-June, and then like June 20-something is the draft. And okay. then July 1st is like free agency. Who's the consensus number one pick this year? Is there? Oh, there is none, dude. There, Interesting. This draft's loaded. Okay. Loaded. There's this... I don't know. If, do you, you know I, I don't. I know zero so, about right, the NBA I'll draft. Quick synopsis here: Chet Holmgren, seven footer. Yeah, I saw, I saw. I did. I do know him because he's like, he's like weighs the same as me, but he's like 
a foot and a half taller. Yeah, yeah. But he said in an interview, he's like, despite what people think, I do eat and I do lift weights. Yeah. He just like can't put on an ounce. They're like, who's the best player in the NBA? He's me in two months. <laughs> Dude's got balls, man, all right? He does, but he's going to get, like, he's, he's yeah. got to, I mean, once the NBA's nutritionists get their hands on him, you know, maybe he can add a, a few pounds. Uh, we'll see. We see the same thing about Thon. So, Thon Maker. Yeah, true. And... Thon, uh, is he still in Detroit or is he? Even, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone, gone. That that would worry me about Chet. Is like, yeah. dude, you got to guard Giannis now. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna go right through you. Yeah, I mean, Chet, you got to add like 30, 40 pounds, man. But we'll see. He yeah. might be a power forward playing as a seven foot two uh, player. It's yeah. kind of crazy. So he might be number one, and then you got Jabari Smith from Auburn. Uh, he's nice, like six foot eight power forward that can score from anywhere. And then Paolo Bencaro from Duke. He, I don't think you probably know him. Mm-mm. No, he's like another six foot eight. He looks fucking amazing. Okay. He has like the most complete package. And then there's like Shaden Sharp from Kentucky, who's no one's ever even seen play in a college game, who might be the best of all of them because he's. The whispers are he has a 49 inch vertical. And he's six foot six. 49 inch 49 vertical. inch vertical and can shoot the three. Well, the NBA combine's going on right now. Or yeah, last he, weekend. He uh, declined to um, participate in the vertical. Like, he's a total wild card. But he's not going to fall past six. Like Someone's going to take a shot and hope that he has a home run. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> but 49 inches. Like, you're looking at John Morant, but like six foot seven, six foot six. I've never heard of anything higher than. Like 42? 40, 44? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was reading Whispers are 49-inch vertical. Here's my thing, though. If you have that in your back pocket, why wouldn't you do that? Like, why wouldn't you go to the combine and jump? Because you're guaranteed a top 10 pick regardless. I know, but if you jump 49, you're, like, guaranteed to go one. I guess. But, like, what if... I don't know, man. The NBA, like, you got these people that promise people, like, we'll, we'll take you six if you don't work out, take you eight if you don't work out. Like, if he's cool going six to, like, Indy or Sacramento. I suppose you probably get to wherever. pick where you – you almost yeah. get to kind of pick where you want to go. Yeah. As Otherwise, to, like, if he shows out and has to go to, like, Orlando, I mean, I mean, do what you want to do, man. But he's guaranteed top six. Where, like, of the <clears> – what I'm going to call teams that have been bottom feeders lately – like the magic and stuff. Orlando, Houston's been bad for a while. Um, like some of those. Sacramento's been bad. Sacramento for 20 years. forever. Um, like of those types of teams, what city would you want to play in? What city? So, like, if you're gonna be like, Detroit's been bad for a long time. Would you say like Detroit, Indy, the Knicks? Ah, the Knicks. I'd go to the Knicks. You'd go to the Knicks play yeah, Madison dude. Square Garden. I love New York. Dude, I think Orlando would be a pretty sick place to end up. Why? What's in Orlando? Disney World. Okay, you're a Disney guy, <laughs> but I'm a Manhattan. Like, if you're 21 years old and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to Manhattan. Mm, the weather's nicer in Orlando I can, all winter. So what? <laughs> I, I just think Orlando would be a pretty I cool mean, place I mean, dude, to you live. can live there in July. I don't care. But I, think, like, I think the worst place to get drafted would probably be Detroit. Detroit, maybe uh, Sacramento. No, Sacramento's the worst. That's that's a kiss of death. It's a kiss of death. You pay a shit ton in taxes. Uh, yeah, California. Yeah. Uh, I think Orlando's had a lottery pick uh, eighteen of the last nineteen years. I mean, pretty much since Shaq's been there, right? No, Shaq, no, Shaq was never. Uh, he was L.A. You talking about 
Shaq was We're talking about Sacramento. Oh, I was talking about Orlando. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you said Orlando had a lottery pick. Yeah. No, Sacramento's had a lottery pick for <clears throat> like, yeah. Who's like, the last player that was Sacramento? Was that um, the last good player from Sacramento? Like Chris Weber. Chris Weber. Was David Robinson there? No, he was San Antonio. San Antonio. God, that's sad. Yeah. Like 2001, like that was like their Mike Bibby, Doug Christie. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chris Weber, Vladi. Vladi. So, God, you have a top five draft pick every year. How are you still that bad? Well, they took Marvin Bagley over Luka. That's why they're bad. That hurts. They take very, very bad <laughs> lottery picks. Lottery picks. <laughs> you had DeMarcus Cousins there for like five years, That's seven years. right. Yeah. DeMarcus was there. They just make very dumb business bad, decisions. Bad decisions. <laughs> well, as a Bucks fan, I kind of feel them. Uh, yeah. I mean... I remember, like, when they tanked for Jabari. Yeah. Uh, I was screaming for MB the entire time, and he had bad backs, <clears throat> bad feet. Tanked and for a big guy, that's a yeah, huge red, red flag. flag. I, I, I didn't hate the pick. Hell, I went and bought a Jabari Parker I love jersey. I Jabari, yeah, man, just the If knees. he didn't blow his knees out, yeah, he probably would still be yeah. fine. But huh, good stuff, man. Well, yeah. we'll keep an eye on the NBA playoffs since there's really – it's. I told Mike last night, it is the, like – dead winter of nfl right now for real, like we're man. a month past the draft the draft <laughs> talk's done you yeah maybe get a few whispers coming out of rookie mini camps or otas but it is come we're on just guys kinda, like sitting some, in a room twiddling our thumbs right now we need some idiot to have like some drug syndicate follow-up so we can talk about it or <laughs> yeah. something exciting or dan snyder to get voted out as an owner yeah come on dan do something <laughs> stupid yeah, otherwise it's pretty quiet. But we do have the NFC West on the docket today. Um, the NFC West has not been quiet. Um, so we got <clears throat> we got a bunch of stuff to talk about with the West. But let's start here. Last year they finished. It was Rams. Niners finished ahead of the Cardinals, right? Yeah. So Rams, San Fran, Arizona, Seattle. Does anything change this year? Uh, no. I think the Rams still on top. I got Seattle's on the bottom still. If you're looking at trying to flip-flop Arizona and San Fran, I could I could see that, but, I mean, that's irrelevant to me in the grand scheme of things. It could matter for playoff positioning. You figure that at least you're going to have two teams out of the West. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so where are you? Do you think Arizona catches them? I have huge question marks with Arizona because I wonder if Cliff Kingsbury is strong enough to lead a locker room right now that's a little bit torn. Yeah. And by torn, I mean Kyler Murray is <laughs> upset. <laughs> you mean Kyler Murray <laughs> taking a torch to all this? Yeah, I mean, really, until he gets his extension, that's kind of the feeling. So maybe the, maybe the front office steps up and they extend him this summer so they don't have to deal with it. But if that drags out into the fall, yeah, they've already like they are the best first half of the year team. But the last two or three years, they've had these pretty epic collapses. Yeah, I, cause there's a Twitter uh, joke out there that's saying that Cliff Cliff Kingsbury is like fantastic basically through September and October, and then like back half of the year hits and he just can't adjust or something, and he just his record is just deplorable. And it goes back to college. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of true throughout his entire career. 
So I don't know that Arizona's the wild card. They honestly, they could potentially win the division or they could finish third. I don't think anybody's going to upset Seattle for that last place spot. They might win two games this year. Do you think that three teams come out the West this year? No. Okay, I think I'm. I think we're gonna have three wild cards from three separate divisions. Yeah, the more I look at it, the more I'm thinking it's just gonna be two. Because I think Philly and Dallas still ride with Dallas. I think Dallas makes the playoffs. Okay. I mean, I still think they could win that division. I I, I've, I admitted to Mike last night. I'm like, my pick of Dallas gets less and less <laughs> by the day. Um, but I think they could still even win ten games and still make it out of that division. Okay. <clears throat> Minnesota's questionable. Okay. New Orleans is questionable. I mean, I forgot that they won nine games last year. I think they'll. I think they'll make it. They won nine games last year, and they had the Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon. Yeah, uh, it was rough there. Who was the other guy that played? Ian Book. Ian Book. Who? You <laughs> yeah. know, right? Um, so the fact that they had kind of that rotation of quote unquote quarterbacks and still managed to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's another team. So I think this year is going to be much more even. I don't think you'll have one division in the NFC that gets three teams in. Yeah. Uh, I was also looking at it. They have to, I think they have to play the AFC West. It's NFC West, AFC West year. Oof. Yeah. Uh, they do because Russell Wilson goes back to Seattle this Week year. Week one. Week one, too. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. The NFL. Um, I think it's Cards Chiefs week one, too. Dang. Yeah. The NFL um, <clears throat> The NFL did make it like a reunion year. Mm. You got Mike McCarthy going back to Green Bay. You got Russell going back to Seattle. You got Carson Wentz going back to – well, he has to go back to Philly. Yeah. Um, and Deshaun goes back to Houston. Oh, girls, run away, run <laughs> away, stay far away. Houston, Houston. fly in on <laughs> Sunday morning and leave immediately after so, the game. Uh, quick side note on Sean: Do you think he's gonna get like the Des Bryant treatment from Jerry Jones? Uh, Jerry Jones basically had like a personal escort. Um. Security escort for Dez. So yeah, like a 10 p.m. curfew, like couldn't yeah. go in the strip clubs. Yeah. Do you think they're going to like enforce that on Deshaun? Because <laughs> that uh, would look really poor if he had some flare up there in Cleveland. It yeah. would not look good in your $230 million fully guaranteed. Yeah. Plus, they have a clause in there that says that he cannot lose future guarantees if he gets suspended. So, yes, Cleveland took on all of the risk here. Yeah. I think – if he wants a massage, I think Cleveland's booking it, and they're finding some 250-pound yep. dude. Man. Yes. I was like, yeah, it's got to be a guy. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yep. <laughs> We're not dealing with that. Um, apparently, the NFL finally interviewed him. Usually, the player is the last person to be interviewed. So, the rumor is by June or beginning of July, they're going to have a sentence or not. I was hearing whispers that it may only be four games. Only oh, four is looking it, bad. In my opinion, it has to be at least six. I think so too. But like everyone, you 10 know, to 12 would be I, – I, I do not think the NFL – I think Cleveland knows enough that they figured he will not miss the entire season. Okay. Just based on the deal they gave him. Yeah. But like it's got to be at least six. That's what Ben got. That's what Ezekiel got. Yeah. And they had way less – 
stuff come out against them. You know what everyone's going to compare this to, though? It's not going to be Ben. It's not going to be Zeke. It's going to be Calvin Ridley. A man put up, you know, a couple grand on FanDuel. Yeah. Gets a year. Deshaun's out here whipping it around, getting four games, but maybe, like, but six like, games. But like we talked about from the NFL standpoint, <laughs> the yeah. integrity of the game is more important to their brand than women. Facts. Unfortunately. Facts. Yeah. Um. It's got, but it's got to be at least six. I, I think it should be probably at least ten or twelve. Yeah. But four games. Whew. That'll be interesting to watch the fallout on Twitter for that. Yeah. The NFL is kind of screwed, man. They are. It doesn't seem to be that there's a lot of evidence, at least based on the criminal proceedings. We'll see what happens with the civil proceedings. It's a lot of he said, she said, but man, when you got 21 people coming forward. Yeah, it does not look good, man. No, it does not. So, interesting stuff. All right, let's get back to the West here. Okay. Uh, so, we'll start with <clears throat> the Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams. Um, is Cooper Cup the best wide receiver in football? Your thoughts? I'm going to go with yeah. Uh, hmm. I mean, I think he's better than Devontae Adams. I think he's better than Tyreek Hill. I mean, the man put up, he got the triple crown last year. He's probably the best slot receiver in football by far. He can play outside, inside, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But if you put him in the slot, that's a guaranteed, like, first down to me. Um, His football IQ is through the roof. Yeah. Um. It's interesting whenever you get into these best, like it's kind of like the quarterback debate, right? Like who's the best quarterback? Well, obviously everybody points to Brady because he's got seven rings. But then you like look at like from a talent standpoint, it's probably Rodgers with the arm strength. It's kind of how I look at this. Like Cooper Cup, I think, is the most complete wide receiver. And now that he's got Stafford in there, like I, yeah, he's going to put up big numbers as long as he stays healthy. But look at some of these younger guys whose athleticism, like your Jamar Chases, yeah. your Justin Jefferson, some yeah. of these younger guys that are just yeah freak athletes. So do you think uh, – who would be in the conversation with Cup of being like, like say, like top five-ish conversation? So you, Tyreek and Devontae. Yeah. And you say Jettas and Chase? Yeah. Uh, I can get behind that. I mean, I don't think like AJ Brown he's he's up there but not quite there. Your Mike Evans isn't quite there. Are you a DeAndre Hopkins guy? I, I'm not. Me neither. Um definitely not at twenty seven and a half million for him either. Um You know what's interesting though? Hopkins, Cup, Adams, all those guys ran four six or higher at the combine. Yeah. They they're just Definition of technical route runners. Yeah. Move um, the sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Move the sticks, good footwork, and then sure hands. Keenan Allen's a guy to run a 4 7 <coughs> at the combine. Another guy who's eh, maybe not at this point in his career, but top 10. Yeah. I mean, I've had him in fantasy for better half of like a, a decade here, like every year, every other year. That S- produces. Speaking of fantasy. With Adams going to a new team and Hill going to a new team, if you were in a standard draft, is yeah. Cooper Cup the first wide receiver off the board? Yeah. In, in every league? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got the production already. There's no, like, 
question mark of, oh, like say Devonta Adams. Like, oh, man, he produced with Aaron Rodgers. Now he goes to Derek Carr. So that's a drop-off level in quarterback talent. Like, will he still put up, you know, 1,700 yards and whatever he had, like 12 touchdowns? With Cup, it's like same situation. He got a great quarterback. He got a great head coach. Same system, same everything. Not moving teams. I mean, yeah, I mean, he had almost 2,000 yards and 16 touchdowns last year. Yeah, that's sick. <clears throat> is um, is Allen Robinson able to draw enough attention as wide receiver two? Because Cup, the nice thing about Cup is there were games last year where Robert Woods did a nice job kind of drawing the attention, and then you had OBJ at the end of the year when yeah. Robert Woods got hurt. Does Allen Robinson kind of get back to Allen Robinson, or is he going to always kind of be this new guy who gets four to six hundred yards? I think Allen Robinson might hit a thousand this year. You think so? He gets back to because this is a big year for him. He signed a pretty mediocre deal, I believe. It was, I think it was like one for ten, something like that. One yeah, which actually is. I'm going to pat myself on the shoulder. I kind of called him taking a one-year kind of like A.J. Green type deal, like yeah. one for eight. Um, so he got a little bit better than that. Just pulling it up right here. Oh, he got a three-year, $46.5 million wow, deal. I was way off. I don't know what I was thinking. So that's – I apologize. How much is that per year? 12? Three for 36 is 12. No, no. Sorry, it's math. 18? No, Jesus. 15. <laughs> Sorry, it's Monday morning. Math is hard. Math's hard. I went to law school, not math school. <laughs> um, but I've, uh, back to your point, I think Cup was the one getting double teamed. Um, and he still is, right? He still will. Yeah. Uh, it's It was the OBJs getting single teamed and just thriving off a of single team. So I if, if I had the opportunity to draft Cup, I would if a standard league, I would take him a top five pick. Just I don't have faith in running backs at all anymore. Like that's I've been broken to the point where I can't trust a single running back anymore. Yeah. Um. And Cooper Cup just put up a triple crown, and especially if you play PPR, I mean, I would even say maybe number one pick because that's phenomenal. Oh yeah. I mean, the receptions last year he had 145 receptions. I have in a PPR league. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I had him and Chase. Oh man. Still somehow lost. Of I course, right? I don't even know it how. It just takes one bad week. Yeah. Um so is Allen Robinson like in that like does he get if you think he gets 1000 yards from a fantasy standpoint, does he get back into that like middle tier receivers like 5th, 6th, 7th round type guys like wide receiver 2? I think he I don't think he'll be drafted like that. I think people are put off well, he had a terrible year last year. Yeah, I think people are kind of scared off by that, but I think he has the potential to hit that one thousand threshold again. So, I wouldn't. I I mean, I wouldn't take him fifth round, sixth round. I would love to take him tenth round, and I would ex- I would hope to expect you know wide receiver two production. Yeah, but there's guys out there that uh, in the fifth, sixth round that are probably more proven or safer bets that you can take that's fair um speaking of running backs cam Akers, yeah who 
So we're in a keeper league, and in our keeper league, you lose the draft pick. Yeah. That you go, well, I picked Cam Akers up the year before on waivers, yeah. and I had A.J. Brown, who was a waivers keeper. Yeah. And then Cam blew his Achilles out. Uh, it it kind of, like, killed my off-season strategy. Yeah. Um, does Cam Akers get back to what he was as a rookie? I mean, he had a nice little playoff run, and the fact that he came back from an Achilles yeah. in like five months is yeah. I mean, he borderline look, miraculous. He didn't look great, but just the fact that he even suited up and was out there getting like twenty carries, like a game. And from a confidence standpoint, yeah. like coming back from that and knowing it held up, like yeah. he, he can go into this year with zero question marks. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for the kid. I hope he does great. Will he bounce back and be completely the same? I don't know, man. The Achilles thing, like, that just saps some of, some of your athleticism. I don't know. I hope he does, but I don't know if I can get there. I think it's more be going to be more of like a running back by committee, hopefully. Well, who do they have now? Sony Michelle's gone. He's gone. Uh, Darrell Henderson's still there. Henderson's still there, and he had a nice fantasy year. Yeah. Kind of filled in nicely. Yeah. Speaking of running backs, <clears throat> me and Mike talked about this last night. There was a tweet. Uh, I can't remember who said it. Do you know that the highest rushing yard total by a running back every year has not been older than 25? Oh, it's a young man's game, man. For like the last 10 years. Yeah. They had an article on ESPN Plus um, this past week, and they were like, hey, uh, is Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, and Alvin Kamara, like, are they going to be able to like perform to where – we thought they were two years ago like are they past their primes type thing and it's like wow man that's wild cmc is like 26 <laughs> i know yeah <clears throat> well then i think about that like in the context of Najee harris yeah like he got drafted at 23 yeah so in his second year i think he's either 24 or 25 already yeah and pittsburgh is going to just use and abuse that man I, I mean, more power to him. That's what I would do. I would say, look, I'm going to draft you. I'm going to wear you out and not pay you. Yep. <laughs> and I don't care where you go. I'm yeah. going to draft the next guy. And if you have a phenomenal first four years, guess what? Yeah. You're getting slapped with that fifth-year tag and then a franchise tag and yep. a thank you, and you're probably yeah, done. that's just the way the – I mean, God, Jonathan Taylor, hometown kid here with the Badgers here, dude, whatever you can do, secure your bread early the minute his third year is over, his agent should be on the phone with yeah. the Colts saying, I want an extension or I'm not showing up. Facts. Yes. And that's why it's beneficial as a running back to not get picked in round one. Like if I'm Brees Hall, I'm ecstatic. Yeah, man. That I go round two. Skip that fifth year option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Sean McVay, best coach right now, question mark. You think he's the best coach in the league? I'm thinking. He's got a little bit of history on his side. Still a young man. He's been to two Super Bowls now. Better won, than Belichick? Won one of them. Ooh. I just tell by your face. Like, yeah, that's this a, is painful. I, I'll put it this way. If I was creating a new franchise and I could handpick okay. my quarterback, I'd or my coach, I would rather take Sean McVay right now than Bill Belichick. Why? I feel like I feel like Bill Belichick is just he's not adapting. Yeah, um, and I it's so hard when you to dissect the Patriots dynasty. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, Bill Belichick will go down as the greatest NFL coach ever. Yeah, in all of history. Yeah, 
I don't think in our lifetimes we'll never have a, another coach who won six Super Bowls. Yeah. I don't think that'll happen. Okay. But I wonder, like, you look at that dynasty. It was like a perfect storm. You had a quarterback who was at the top of the game, who was willing to take team-friendly deals year after year. Yeah. Um, you had an owner who stayed out of things yeah. and let Belichick create it. And then they were able to kind of just build a solid roster of not superstars, but just really good players. Like, I don't know if that'll ever happen again. Like, is if Mac Jones takes a huge leap forward, is Mac Jones going to be willing to take twenty-five to thirty million dollars every year to help the team? Uh, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen again. Yeah, you're right. So, and it's hard. Look at these other teams like Kansas City now. Now Tyreek Hill's got to go. Kelsey's getting older. Like, and Mahomes as his value goes up in his current contract, it just gets harder to build a good roster behind that. The, yeah. the, the Packers have been solid but not great. Same reasons. Yeah. Well, um, Belichick was kind of the first guy to be like, "I'm gonna trade you before you fall off a cliff." Like the Chandler Jones thing. Like, not bringing back J.C. Jackson this yeah. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it, man. But like, are we? Have, we'll get to the AFC when we get to the AFC. But like. They might finish last in that division. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's winning in the NFL is really hard and it's it was kind of a special situation. I can tell you one thing, if you do bring in Belichick, I am revoking his GM powers. Yeah, for sure. He <laughs> he needs to stop drafting. Yeah. So let me let me phrase it this way. Um, do you think so Belichick we say is clear cut number one by far, right? Do you think that McVeigh has a shot at getting to that pantheon? You know what? <clears throat> I don't know. The rumors are out there that he was like contemplating retirement. Okay. Yeah, he like, was like, like he seems like go to the booth. Yeah. yeah. Um now he he's come back and said like no, that's not true and like I've never been more passionate about football. But some of these younger guys, I think they they realize you can't work 80 hours, 90 hours yeah, a week. It takes years off ever. Yeah, it's so you're much eating stress. junk food. You're you know you're not able to work out. You just it's constant. And now with the 365 day draft cycle, like there's there used to be like a dead period. I well, don't know. well, at least what he's got going for him is the draft cycle is. Uh, well, they don't draft. <laughs> they, like, yeah, got that going for him. Yeah. And Les Need is probably you know doing his thing out there, but it's just it's nonstop. Yeah, um, he seems. To me, to be a guy who who might get two, three rings, and then just be like, you know what, I had a freaking phenomenal career. Yeah, I'm gonna go make fifteen million in the booth because yeah. he does have a personality. Oh yeah, dude, he a uh, fantastic uh, color guy. He, yeah, <coughs> probably one of the best. Yeah. And now you're watching guys like Brady get 37. Like even if you don't get that kind of money, right? You're not making 37 and a half million as a coach, but no per year, no. And now you, all you got to do is like watch a little bit of tape and be ready for Sunday. Like yeah, yeah it's a pretty appealing lifestyle, right? So I, I wonder how long he'll do it. Okay, so say he does stick it out until he's like 60. Do you, do you do you can you see him getting to like three, four, five more rings? Like or even like Super Bowl appearances, he's you know, already got two. The, he's got two Super Bowl appearances and a win. And like you think about, it, I think he's thirty five, thirty six. Uh, he might be. I think he was like thirty five when he got hired, so he might be almost like forty. But that's still young. That's very young. He was uh, the youngest head coach ever. I he's think. only thirty six. Jesus Christ. 
He's been to two Super Bowls. So if he coaches till 60, think that's another 25 years. Like Belichick's run didn't start till he was in his 50s. Exactly. So he could do it if he wanted to stick around that long, for sure. Yeah. Um, And, like, he's – what's crazy about McVay that I will give him his credit here, his coaching tree is amazing. Yeah. And he's only been a head coach for – five six years you yeah. got the lafleurs you got the zach Shannon, taylor um zach taylor um he coached with shanahan i know that's not technically his tree but they were on the same staff mm-hmm. i mean like he's that's building his belichick style tree his name his saban style tree but with more success yeah belichick's guys have never really uh, he's got uh kevin o'connell now in uh minnesota yeah but we'll see we'll see but, unproven yeah matt patricia flamed out um, Matt Patricia was a Belichick guy. McDaniel's did not do great the first the first time. We'll see how it was the second time. And then who was the? He had uh, Romeo Cornell and Romeo Charlie Cornell, Weiss. Charlie Weiss, like flamed all out. those guys. Yeah. All the uh, Bill O'Brien flamed out, kind of, sorta. Where is he now? Oh, he's at Alabama. Alabama yeah, offensive coordinator. <laughs> that's right. He had to call up Nick Saban to give him a job. Uh there was one. Uh, Brian Flores is a is a. Uh, Patriots disciple, mm. Mike Vrabel. Yeah, Patriots disciple. Interesting. Um, so, of the like young coaches, anybody that touches Sean McVay, your Lafleur's, your Shanahan's, your Shanahan, not Lafleur. Lafleur has a way to go. Like he just he's, he's got to get a Super Bowl. He's got to even get a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. Like he can't, he's shown he can't win the big game right now. Like, yeah, great, you're a great regular season coach. Your offense is amazing. You can scheme everyone open. Like, you're six no without Devontae Adams. Like, you got that record. Like, put up thirty points a game. I think he's got the best three year regular season record. He does, yeah, for any coach that's in their first three seasons. From a rookie to a year three in the yeah. league, yeah, best. He's won like thirteen games a year. I mean, you get the back to back MVP. <laughs> yeah, that helps. But he also kind of crafted an offense for Rodgers to help him win the MVP. I'm not saying Rodgers doesn't have talent. I'm just saying, like, you go from, like, an archaic system like Max to, like, now this new hybrid, like, new school mm-hmm. thing he put in. So, I mean, Interesting. I don't think LaFleur has the – he has to show that he can win the big game before he gets into that conversation with Shanahan and um, McVeigh. Another name that does not nearly get enough credit, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Mike He's Tomlin never had a losing season. Never had a losing season, which is very impressive in the NFL, man. For 15 years. That's crazy. That's crazy. Do you think it ends this year? I think so. Out? Yeah, I think so, That too. division's tough, yeah. and you're rolling Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett Kenny out Pickett. there. Yeah. So if you were starting brand-new league, you had your pick of coaches – who are you rolling with? I would go. Now you just put Tomlin in my head. Damn. Uh, I would go McVeigh, Shanahan, Tomlin, Vrabel, McFleur. So Belichick's not, not even in your top five. Dude, seventy. <laughs> and like we like had a conversation the other day. Like this guy, like he's like that grandpa. We're gonna take the keys away. He can't be driving anymore because we are not. We're not really sure if he's all mentally there. But you you got to recognize he's the best ever. But you're 70. You're getting I, up there. I think this year, 
not to say that Belichick's on the hot seat because I think New England will just kind of let him leave on his own terms. You think Bob Kraft just lets him ride it out? Yeah, till like till he's bed. ready to be. Till he's ready to like not a, like coach a Joe anymore. Paterno type thing where like Joe Pa like you break your leg you're still in the booth like, yeah you can go upstairs. Um, maybe they remove some of the like personnel decisions like no longer make. How him. do you how do you approach that conversation like yeah Bill um this here's young here's your new <laughs> director of college scouting he is now going to be making the decisions <laughs> just uh, blindside him I, yeah but like I think it's going to be like a Joe Paterno type situation where like. Like the year after he coaches, he's like deceased. Dead. Yeah, he's got nothing else to like look forward to. Yeah, I just think like <clears throat> like this year you got Mac Jones coming back, who's got a full year under his belt. Like if they can compete in that AFC East, which is no joke. Yeah. Um, we might be here a year from now, going, yeah, maybe we counted him out a little too early. Yeah. Um, did you say interview with Cole Strange? No. No. Uh so he did like an interview and they're like, yeah, so what was it like to get drafted like first round of the Patriots? He's like, I I was completely shocked. <laughs> he's like, he's the like, whole world was, buddy. He's like, I was thinking, you know, day two, <laughs> maybe even day three. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> so. All right. But. So good. where where would you, what are your top five young coaches right now? Younger-ish. Um. I think McVay has got to be one just because he's won Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I'd want Shanahan coaching my team, but you can't deny that he's he's been to now two Super Bowls, right, and lost both of them. No, he didn't go last year. They lost in the championship game. Right. So he's been to one Super Bowl. But he's been like three NFC Conference championship yeah. games and one appearance with uh, Jimmy G. With Jimmy G. Speaking of Jimmy G, uh, Kittle came out and said, like, <laughs> it's neck and neck on who's going to start. Yeah. I mean, me and Mike have been on the whole Jimmy G's probably going to start. Mike said that last night. He's like, do you start in week one? I'm like, I, I don't know what he's still doing on that roster. And it, there is a part of me, like, is John Lynch going to Kittle? Like, hey, oh, you're going to national TV today? Jimmy G might start. <laughs> like, let's let's get some of this trade rumor back. Right. On. Okay. I wonder how much that's a thing. I just I can't I I, I just can't believe they're going to carry his twenty eight million dollar. If, if he is on the roster by training camp, he will be the week one starter. Yeah, I just think like to me, you know, you have a proven formula with Jimmy G that gets you to the NFC Championship game. Roster as is, Trey Lance. I love his talent. Uh, I'm super high on him. But we haven't seen him play in like two years, three years now because mm-hmm. of the COVID and all that. And yep. So if you have a proven commodity in Jimmy G, you know you can get to the NFC Championship game with him. I would roll with him as long as you have him under contract for a decent deal. And, <clears throat> you know, you got to be careful with rumors this time of year, but rumors are Lance hasn't looked great Yeah. in practice. Which, man, you gave up a ton to get him. It's kind of like it's kind. What it reminds me of a little bit is like what the Packers did with Jordan Love. Like the Packers said to me, more about Jordan Love by extending Rodgers. That they have no confidence in Jordan Love. Like, hey, we're willing to take a guy who you know is kind of a pain in our ass, is thirty nine, and is now going to be worth fifty million dollars a year, 
Yeah. Because yeah, we might have missed on this one. Yeah. And it kind of feels that way coming out of San Francisco. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. And it's only year two, so you got you got you probably a little longer leash with Trey Lance. I'm gonna push back on that because Trey Lance came from like North Dakota State, I believe. Yep. Same as Carson Wentz. And so he didn't play last year. He didn't play the year before because he played like one game and it was like COVID year that screwed everything up. So like he really hasn't played football in two years. Well, in the uh, the Missouri Valley Conference that they're in, played spring ball, mm-hmm. and he wasn't going to play in the spring. Yeah. With the draft coming. So, I I think I think his situation is a little bit different than Jordan loves. You, I think you just give Jimmy G the last year of his deal, and you and you ride it out, and then it's fully the Trey Lance show in twenty twenty four. Lance Purdy, twenty twenty four. Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mister Irrelevant. Sure, sure, if you want to throw Brock in there. Well, he'll be the backup. <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to win a job. I'm just saying he'll, he'll probably still be on the roster. Um, back to the coaches. So I think McVeigh, Shanahan. I think Lafleur is up there. Got move for sure. Okay. I think um, so too, but I'm like fifth. <laughs> I think. Do you consider Tomlin a quote unquote young coach? Yeah, he's not. To me, he's not. Okay, let's say anyone under the age of like 50? 60, 60, 50, sure. Yeah, so I would go McVeigh, Tomlin, LaFleur, Shanahan. McVeigh, Tomlin. Yeah, I'm putting LaFleur over Shanahan. Vrabel? Vrabel's nice. I'm trying to think around the league here. Frank Reich? Mm, he's another guy who's got to prove it to me in the playoffs. Okay. Um, Mac? I was thinking uh, Baltimore because <laughs> my brain's Harbaugh? shit this morning. Harbaugh. Okay. He's got an uphill battle this year too. Another interesting quarterback situation where uh, Baltimore came out and said, we're ready to pay Lamar whenever he's ready. Yeah. And Lamar's just like not signing. Yeah. New phone, who dis? One hundred percent, man. Oh, you guys are the guys who traded Hollywood. Uh, I'm gonna wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Lamar's not waiting for Herbert and Burrow to get extended after this next year. I think uh, that's a good point. I think uh, I think Lamar's taking this to the last possible second, and it's gonna get as much. Papers so you if can get. Burrow and Herbert get extended next March. Yeah. Let's wait for those two guys to sign. But if we're at next March, you're looking at the franchise tag then for him, right? Like he, March fifteenth is but the franchise. I think they would do what, um, like what Dallas did. Tag him and then tag him and sign him. Okay. That's what they did the second time. I and mean, Dak yeah. paid under the franchise tag the first year, but the second time they just tagged him just to hold his spot and then extended him. Yeah. Uh, that could definitely happen. Uh, I mean, so far it's worked out. His patience has gotten him millions more. He's probably earned fifty million dollars by not signing. Yeah. So like, sorry, Baltimore fans. Yeah, you keep texting my mom, <laughs> but I'm not doing shit until next year. <laughs> I, I can see it. Like, yeah. if I, I honestly don't know what's taking so long. So yeah. Um. All right. What else we got here? <clears throat> anything else on the Rams? Did I miss anything? You think they're gonna go back to Super Bowl? Repeat? No. No. Who you got? Tampa? 
I hate these questions. I love uh, these questions. Just your face, it just drops. Yeah. It's painful. Out of the NFC, I do think a bit of a homer pick here. I think this is Green Bay's year. Wow. Yeah. We've been saying that for three years. We have been, <laughs> but this year is the first year I'm actually confident in that defense. Okay. And I think it'll be a different Packers team. I think is the question mark's always Rodgers, right? Is yeah. he going to be comfortable running the ball 30 times a game? Yeah. Is he going to be comfortable winning games 17 to 10? If he is, I mean, he's probably – that's why I don't think he'll repeat as MVP. I don't think it's going to be the Aaron Rodgers show. I think it's going to be more of a team game. I mean, they were a special teams unit away last year from getting back to the Super Bowl. Like the special teams all year hamstrung that team. So as long as they can get that better, that defense has – I mean, we talked about, what, seven or eight first-rounders yeah. spread around who – and they've hit on almost all of those picks. I agree. I saw a take that Rashawn Gary was like top five odds to be defensive player of the year this year. His PFF grade last year was like top three edge rusher. I mean, if and they're talking about maybe him having like a Joey Bosa-type season. Like if that happens, Woo! plus those corners they got now. Yeah. Savage and Amos. Yeah, and then you throw Rodgers on top as like a little cherry, maybe the most talented quarterback in the NFL. Like I do think, like if it's not this year, they they might not win one with Rodgers. I agree. I kind of said that last year, though. Yeah, but I thought Rodgers was going to get dealt. I thought last year was Rodgers last year in Green Bay. I, I, I missed thought on so that. Too, yeah. So now that he's back, I think it's like this year or bust. So you think. If they don't go this year, they'll never go. Even with like development of like Christian Watson getting on a first round draft pick, like yeah. defense is probably still intact. You just signed Jair, you probably lock up Gary next year. It's, it's going to get harder. Why? Because Rodgers is not getting younger. I know. Okay, but he, him and Brady are like the fountain of youth, man. <coughs> like he could play like five more years. I know, but like what I wonder is he could. For sure. But, like, if they go to an NFC Championship game and lose again, I think he's closer to retiring than he is to continue to play. All right. <clears throat> so you think he's I – think it's, I think it's harder and harder for him to come back to training so camp. So you're saying it's not a talent thing. It's like a, if we lose, he's demoralized and just says, F this, I'm out? I'm done. Okay. I want to go host Jeopardy, finally. <laughs> like, I, I think know. he's got broader aspirations beyond football. Like, Brady is, like, the ultimate competitor, where if Brady could play when he's 60, he would. Rodgers, I think, wants to act and you know do Jeopardy and golf. I think he likes that, but I th- on the flip side, I think he's a competitor of like he sees Brady down there and he's he's trying to stick it out as long as Brady's going to stick it out. He sees like all right, he's like forty five. I think I think Rodgers, the most important thing to him is getting one more Super Bowl than Favre. You think so? You think yeah. he's more competitive with Favre than he is with like Brady? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good take. I think it's kind of that chip on I'm the gonna shoulder. I'm going to disagree. I yeah. think he's competing with Brady because he wants to be compared to the best of all time. Well, he ain't getting anywhere close to Brady. Brady's no, got no, seven. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. But he can try and get the records and all that kind of stuff, like the passing touchdowns and all that crap. But If he does win MVP again, would he be the first ever to have four? Does Brady have four? I don't think. Pretty much he's only have three. You have to look that one up. I don't know off the top of my head. Um. Oh, Peyton Manning has the most with five. Okay. I don't know if Rodgers gets to five. You're right. Brady does only have three. Favre's got three. Jim Brown's got three. Ooh. Going back old school. 
plumbers and firemen playing back there. Oh, Rogers has four. <clears throat> so maybe he can catch Manning. If he wins this year. Three Pete. Three Pete. How sick would that be? I mean, I'm not a not really a big Rogers fan. It I'm, would be sick, but at the same time it would be so demoralizing. If they don't win. Yeah. <laughs> Like a three-peat MVP, and you, you hey, haven't even you been. You still suck. You haven't even been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's super depressing to think about. Thanks for waking me up uh, <laughs> on a Monday morning thinking about that. Um, so, yeah, I don't think the Rams get back. I, I think it's Packers. How about you? Tampa. Yeah. Brady. Brady goes out with a bang. Yeah. Gets number eight and then and rides dips. off into the sunset and yeah. gets uh, 37 think- a year. I think Tampa goes with someone from the AFC's winning. Buffalo? Pick your pick. Buffalo, someone from the AFC West. I don't know, man. It's the Can AFC's. we say the AFC South is a stepchild of the AFC? Sure. Uh, the only one, the only good team I think is the AFC South is the Colts, and that's about it. And you got 37-year-old Matt Ryan running that team. Yeah. <coughs> what do you think of – me and Mike were talking about this last night. What do you think of Matt Ryan as a fantasy quarterback this year? Like this – that was my first take, like but the, then the green vomit emoji. <laughs> but I, I, I do wonder, like, <clears throat> like is does Matt Ryan get back to like 2018 Matt Ryan? Because now he's got a way better offensive line. Yeah, doesn't quite have the weapons he had, but he's got Pittman. It's going to be a run heavy team. Yeah, this is the best running back tandem he's ever played with. He had the. Uh, oh, Devontae Freeman and uh, Devontae Freeman and um, what's that guy's Who's name? the other one? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, it'll come back to me later, and I'll just pop it out in like half hour from now. <laughs> um, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but so he had Julio. Jonathan Taylor's way better than anyone he's ever played with. Yes, but his wide receivers are not as good. Like he had Julio. Oh, yeah. Calvin Ridley. Roddy White. Roddy White. Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Like Mo Ali Cox is not Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> no, no offense to Mo Ali Cox. Um, uh, Jack Doyle. Not there anymore. No faith. Oh, he's not there, man. Sorry, so it's, Jack. It's Mo Ali Cox and Jelani Woods, the rookie. Okay. Yeah, definitely Tony Gonzalez in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts even. But can he put up thirty-five hundred yards and thirty touchdowns? Uh, Carson Wentz did it. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna look ugly, but yeah, yeah. he can do it. Interesting. He'll beat up on the Texans for like four touchdowns, but then he'll play like a real team and look pretty bad. I mean, he's in a shit division, so. And Tennessee. We'll get to the AFC, but Tennessee is a huge question mark. <laughs> um, we keep going off on tangents on I other know. teams. That's all right. What else are we going to talk about? Let's go to the Bay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are your thoughts on uh, OBJ? Oh. oh, and we got Donald. Oh, we got a lot oh, to talk about yeah. yet. Whoa. OBJ. Whoa, whoa. Uh, he's skipping the rundown. <coughs> he's back. You think he's back? I think he's back. I think he signs a very similar deal. Do you think Green Bay could steal him? Tangent again. Sorry. No. No. Okay. I uh, I think if Green Bay is going to sign a vet, it's going to be Julio. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I wanted them to after they drafted Watson. Yeah. I wanted them to go out and get Landry. Just a slot guy. Yeah, that's what you got. You got your guy who can spread the field. The more and more news that comes out of like. OTAs in camp. I think the Packers are they're set. set. Yeah, I think it's going to be Watson. You got Cobb. I think they're gonna, Lazard. I think they're looking for a huge leap from Amari Rodgers. That's the news that keeps coming out. Everybody, everywhere you look is like, oh yeah, he's in the best shape of his life. He's stronger. He's more confident. 
So I think with Amari Rogers, you got Dubs, the kid they drafted in the fourth, Cobb, Lazard, and Watson. I think those are going to be your five wideouts. Yeah. Um, um, oh, yeah, over-unders. I'll pull those up. Um, so I think OBJ is back in L.A., and I think he signs a – kind of like what he signed there. Like a one-year deal? Yeah, like a one-year, like $3 million deal, $5 million. Because he's not going to he's not gonna play until, like, November. True, yeah, the ACL. Or, or maybe they do, like, a, like a real low base, like a vet min base with, like, some really per-game active bonuses. Mm-hmm. To kind of incentivize his recovery, but he's tore his ACL in January. Yeah, same knee. February Super Bowls in February. February. Yeah. So if he gets back by November, that's about nine months. Yeah, that's tough. So I think he probably gets like a vet min, like a million dollars, and then some maybe some big per game active bonuses to incentivize him to come back. Yeah. LA just makes the most sense. God, okay, so you're going to say that L.A. won't go back even if they have potentially Cup, OBJ, Allen Robinson, Stafford, Cam Akers, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey? Like, you're taking, yes. Green, you're taking Green Bay over that? You're taking Tampa over that. Tampa's got the GOAT, man. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my reasoning. Yours is, oh, I think Rodgers might pull it out after four years. After 20 <laughs> years of being there one time? Yeah. Yes, that's my last my, sol- <laughs> my reasoning is way more solid. I told you I was a homer pick. <laughs> um, I just think the Packers are going to do it defensively. I don't think it's going to be because of Rodgers. I think that they're going to win games otherwise. I just think like L.A., <clears throat> their their model, especially on defense, is like paper thin. Like two years ago, they got bounced by the Packers in the playoffs because Aaron Donald was beat to shit. Yeah. Same with like Ramsey. Like they have no depth. Like this bring in high price veterans and trades is great if everybody stays healthy. True. Yeah. Once you have injuries, you're throwing out like fifth, sixth round draft picks. Sure. Like, yeah, you can kind of get picked apart. And they're in a brutal division. They're they in the are. toughest NFC division. By far, yeah. So like they might not win their division. <clears throat> Which doesn't mean they can't make a run in the postseason, but I'm just saying Okay. Yeah. Um do you want to do over-unders now or do you want to do it at the end? Uh, we can do it at the end. All right, we'll do it at the end. I have it. Um, okay. My last question here for you yeah. is Aaron Donald. Do you think he's starting to tail off? Do you think he might repeat as DPOI? Is he starting to tail off? Absolutely not. You th- like tail end of his prime. Like he's still in his prime, but like he's 30, 29, 30. Um, I don't think he wins defensive player of the year again. I do think he's an all-pro. Okay, that's fair. So you don't think he's going to be defensive player of the year? Think more like the T.J. Watts, Miles Garrett, someone like a Parsons. Maybe. Edge rusher. Yeah. Um. Yes. I'm just looking at his contract here. Oh, he's going to get a new one. Like, that's happening. He's 31. He's 31. Ooh. Dang. I thought he was like 29, 30. He's signed through 2024, and he, he's making peanuts. Yeah. For what his worth is. He, like, and they he's had got the a whole, cap hit of 26 and a half. <laughs> they had that whole like, hey, he might retire, and he came back, no, 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 no. you're going to pay me a gargantuan amount, and I'll come back. I mean, in cash this year, he's only getting $14 yeah. million. He's going to get a huge influx. He's got to be at least 20. He might get 30. Oh. 
<laughs> Watt. Well, I'm just thinking like TJ Watt is he got what three for Miles Garrett's five for one twenty five. But I think TJ Watt got like four for one forty or something. What was TJ's? Oof. I think TJ Watt's the highest paid defensive player. Okay. Four for one hundred twelve. So that's about twenty eight. Okay. Yeah. So you he's getting thirty, dude. Damn it! Defensive like tackle three for three for ninety. Is there another three defensive tackle that ever does what Aaron Donald's able to do? No, that man is a generational. He's like two hundred and seventy pounds. Nah, closer to two ninety. I've heard reports that he plays at two sixty five. That is insane. Yeah, like he just cuts weight. It's he's super fast, and, but his his and like he's his muscles. So yeah, he's so strong. Like he that uh, I th- uh, I think. Yeah, there was an interview I was watching, and it was some like older like defensive end or offensive lineman, like one of the guys that plays on the, on the line, right? And they were like talking about Aaron Donald and after the Super Bowl, and they're like, "Yeah, like this guy, he plays at like he they lift him at like two eighty, two ninety, but he plays at like two sixty, two seventy. God damn! <clears throat> Do you see that interview he did on Barstool with uh, DK Metcalf? It was him and DK talking to the part of my take boys and they're like who do you think they were talking to him and dk like who do you think could win in a bench off and dk's like oh i could out bench him and then uh they're like well what do you bench and dk's like 350 and aaron don goes <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well, what do you bench he's like 550 he's like yeah okay you win yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah aaron donald's d- built different man like the best d tackle i can remember in the modern era here was like warren Sapp, and yeah that that that's not even comparable. Like you know, what's crazy to think is like in today's NFL, like Reggie White would be more of a D tackle. Yeah, just because they would move him inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes you wonder what Reggie could have done from the inside. Yeah, because the back in that day, like there was no like, hey, let's move our best defensive pass rusher inside against a shitty left guard. No, it was all let's like, just just go head head down, put, go against your best left tackle. Well, like look at how much that position's changed. Like you have TJ Watt right now who's probably like 240, 250 pounds as like your defensive end types. Like 260 is now like a big defensive end. Yeah. And like back in the day when like in the 90s when Reggie was playing like it was expected your four down defensive linemen were all probably 280 plus. Yeah. Everyone's getting slimmer, sleeker, and faster, faster, and somehow still stronger. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it is crazy because you look at, like, TJ Watt, who's 250 pounds, going up against 330-pound tackles and bull rushing them. Yeah. Going around him. It is kind of wild. Do you think Donald gets another? I think he does. I think he's going to repeat. Do you think there's any validity to these potential retirement talks? No. I think it was all talk. It was just negotiation strategy? Yeah. Like, hey – if I'm coming back, make it worth my while. Yeah, because what he's signed for like two more years, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't say that, like, what's his like leverage? Leverage, yeah. Like, hey, I'm gonna retire. I'm 31. Uh, I just want a Super Bowl. Like, pay me, or you guys are gonna fall off a cliff. What do you do? You know, if you're the Rams, less need. Like, oh crap, gotta pay him. But yep. if he doesn't say that, you're like, dude, I got you for two more years. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's interesting. 31, man. Yeah, we- could you, you see like a three hits. for ninety deal? For sure, that's thirty a year. For sure, I could see it. I could see him resetting the market. I just think it's bananas because there's no defensive tackle that's probably making two thirds of that any anytime soon. Maybe like DeForest. What Buckner? is what does Kenny Clark get? 
I don't know. I think uh, Clark and probably DeForest Buckner are probably the two highest. Maybe Vita Vea when he gets a deal. Um, but I think Kenny Clark is getting like 18 a year. <laughs> That's not even close to 30. <laughs> Holy crap. Four years, 70 million. What is that? God, all this four math. For all eight. this math today. Four for 80 is 20. So yeah, nine. 17 and a half a year. Yeah. That's kind of what the market is. Yeah. So he could almost double like the Just next blow the top <laughs> off. guy. Yeah. That's, that's sick. crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Um, all right. Anything else on the Rams? That's all I got on the Rams. We spent an hour on the Rams. They're super interesting, With man. Some tangents. Yeah. Um, all right. San Fran. Debo. You have take number 3,757. <laughs> what is take number 3,757? So I've, I've gone back and forth. I think he's staying now, man. He's he's staying. He, uh, but I think he's staying like long term. Yeah. Well, he's he's going to get extended this offseason. Yeah. He like they just had so many offers out there. Like there was whispers of the Jets tenth overall pick. There was whispers of Lions offering two first round picks. And like if you're not taking that, you're not taking anything. So uh they pretty much, you know, dug themselves into that hole there of it's Debo or bust. So I think Debo stays. I think Debo's starting to warm up to staying. It's just gonna be really interesting to see how their offense changes with the whole like no more Debo running back, you know, wide receiver running back hybrid role. Yeah. Um you know, if you're Debo's agent, obviously you wanted your client to get moved because that's what your client wants, but now that he hasn't been moved and you know what some of these other teams were offering, you have leverage now in negotiations. Like, hey, let's get an extension done now, now. Yeah. And if you're willing to give up two first, now we know where the market is. And it's probably Tyreek Hill type money. I say he's getting 30. You have to because you pass in all this draft capital. You've let it known that you're going to pay the man. So. Yep. so pay the man. You can't be like 20. Like, that's yeah. not going to get it done. Yep. Uh, do you think, like, Elijah Moore takes a bigger step at running back? Like, so they stop. Elijah Moore? Or uh, what's his name? Uh, Debo Samuel? No, the running oh. back in San Fran. Oh, Elijah Mitchell? Mitchell, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, Elijah Moore. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, Get the New York Jets on the mind. I had Elijah M. right. Give me a, give me yeah, a break. Right. Um, do you think he takes a bigger step forward? I think so. I hope so. I got him fantasy. <laughs> so uh, I mean, he's kind of the key, right? If you're not going to throw Debo in the backfield anymore, they got rid of Mostert. He was kind of surprising. They drafted Trey Sermon, never really used him, and they drafted Elijah Mitchell in the sixth round, and then he's like their bell cow. Yeah. So that's super interesting. Um, I think he takes a little bit of a step forward. I don't even know. Like I'm trying to think of like a player comp from the top of my head. Arian Foster's a bit strong, all right, but he's Arian got Foster, that whole, like, like, coming out of nowhere, Just, but he's like a silky kind of smoothish runner to me, mm-hmm. and he can do a little catching out of the backfield, kind of how Foster did when he first started. He's not going to put up, you know, Arian Foster, first overall running back type fantasy numbers, but I think he has that, like, coming out of nowhere type special talent about him. Okay. That being said, he's going to be there for three more years and then get thrown to the Wolves yeah. in free agency. Yeah, exactly. Is Debo a offensive player of the year candidate? I don't think so. I don't think Without so the running back, he's not that special of a wide receiver to me. 
And if and if what we're talking about with Jimmy G potentially being the starting quarterback, they're going to throw the ball like 20 times a game. Yeah. It's hard to be – if you don't want to run the ball, Debo, which I don't blame you. Yeah. But now you're talking about getting the ball six times a game. Yeah. Ten targets, maybe like six to eight catches. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get all the attention. Yeah. He's going to get doubled. Mm-hmm. Well, you think they would put – if you were opposing defense, would you double him or Kittle? Mm, really good question. Probably Kittle, because <clears throat> you probably got a linebacker on Kittle underneath, and then probably a safety over the top. So you're looking at single covers then for still for Debo, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, depending on all you, your personnel on defense. But yeah, uh, but Debo's so hard, man, because I just don't have faith in him as like a prime time, like top five actual wide receiver. Like, sure, he thrived in that like hybrid role, but. If you just want to be a wide receiver, I just don't think you have the talent of the Devontae Adams, the Cooper Cups. But you're going to get paid like one, and that's kind of all that matters in the end. Or, like, you go to San Fran and say, like, look, I will do all this stuff you want me to do, but I want $30 million a year. Yeah. Okay, fine. Then you can rush me 10 <laughs> times a game and, you know, do all the screen crap <laughs> I'm okay and all getting, stuff. like, eight carries a game. But I want, God. like – Give me a four for 121 so I can be the highest paid ever, and I want half of that fully guaranteed. I th- just feel like it's probably the end of my career. Yeah. I just feel like this whole like next man up thing is so crazy. Like, yeah, I'm next man up. Pay me best ever market value. Well, did you see? <clears throat> I was I did I broke down Jair Alexander's contract. Yeah. Because he's now the highest paid on an average annual basis. Do you know that Den- Denzel Ward's agent? So Jalen Ramsey is five for twenty. Mm-hmm. Denzel Ward was h- higher paid than him by a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's petty stuff like that. Yeah. Same thing uh, happened with Bakhtiari and Trent Williams. Yeah, I think that was even more egregious. I think it was like a dollar. <laughs> but you know, his agent could say I negotiated the highest paid yeah. left tackle contract, and yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. This, but I just feel like. With the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, like all these guys, like you get the like the mediocre guys, like the Ryan Tannehills, like oh next man up, so I'm gonna get you know 150 million. You're like oh, you're not worth 150 million. It's kind of how I feel about Debo Samuel, but yeah. <clears throat> San Fran tipped their hand. Yeah, they did. Yeah, like he's that important to their offense, so okay, pay him like he's that important to your offense. Do you think he? Do you think he'll hold out at all? Or no. hold in, what I, whatever you want to call that. Ooh, that's a really good question, actually. I uh, Yes. Okay. If he doesn't have an extension by camp, I think his hamstrings will be tight. All right. Fair. You think he misses any games, though? No. I don't think so either. Because <laughs> when you start missing game checks, that's that's pretty pricey. Although, but if you're holding in and you just say your hamstring's tight, if he's a healthy scratch, you're still getting paid. Okay. It's not a, you're not holding out. I'm here. I just I can't play. Okay. The problem is the longer that goes on, how much is the team going to buy that, you know? True. And you could end up going to arbitration and whatnot. Yeah, I do think that if he does not have a deal by camp, he'll he'll pull a Jamal Adams, he'll pull a Deshaun Watson. Like, I'll be here. I'm not going to get fined. But pay, I, they got to get that deal done, which is why I – that's why I'm shocked that Jimmy G's still there. That's to my next question here. Well, two questions. Is there a multiverse where Jimmy G's starting, which we kind of already touched on, and where do we see Trey Lance going? Or 
in his progression right now? Do we think he can be the guy? I am going to stick to my guns and say that Jimmy G is not a San Francisco 49er. Okay. The problem that I'm running into is, like, if I look at his trade market value or even teams that would sign him, there's only two that pop into my head. Seattle Seattle and Carolina. Yeah. Everybody else is kind of set. They either drafted somebody or are going to roll somebody out there. Yeah. Right? I mean, is there anybody else that you... No. The Houston Texans were sniffing around for a while, but if you're doing that, I would just roll Davis Mills out there and maybe he's the guy. And if he's not the guy, you... Draft the guy this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm just pulling up the teams here. Buffalo set. Miami set for this year. New England, New York set. NFC East set. I think the Giants are kind of in the same boat with Daniel Jones. Like, roll him out there. We'll see what happens. If he sucks, we'll go next year. I think Washington was probably in the discussions for Jimmy G. Yeah. But now they got Wentz for two years. AFC North set. Baker Mayfield's having the same problem that Jimmy G's probably having. NFC North, Detroit's not going to pay Goff and And Jimmy. Jimmy. You'd have like $60 million tied up in two what a quarterback room that'd be. Oh, my God. Just Jimmy and Goff. Two completely average quarterbacks. Yeah, but they were huge Both rivals. Ins- yeah. Um, AFC South. Everybody's got somebody. Jimmy G could be a Colt next year. Yeah. That seems to be their model. Like, just get the <laughs> latest vet on the market. Carolina, we talked about. Everybody else in the NFC South. Atlanta's interesting. Atlanta. But they drafted Ritter, Ritter and they got Mariota. So yeah. probably not. AFC West, no. And NFC West, it's just Seattle. Yeah, not a great time to be Baker or Jimmy right now, man. That sucks. I'd rather be Jimmy than Baker. For sure. Because at least you Jimmy, got Jimmy's better than Baker. <clears throat> well, and you got a chance to win that job back. I think well, like I already said. Baker I've, Baker I've, doesn't and he's I think going to get caught. I think the only thing that's saving him right now is that they don't know how long Deshaun's going to be out. Yeah. I don't think, though, they even want Baker on the roster. Baker doesn't even want to be on the roster. Even if like they're like, hey, Deshaun's out for the year, say, and you're like, this is your team for the year. He's like, no, F you guys. You guys screwed me over. I don't even want to be here. Yeah. Um, but going back to Jimmy G for a sec, like, if you keep him on the roster, he's got to be starting week one, right? Yes. Because if you bench him, and he's still on the roster, and Trey Lance takes over. Trey Lance throws up a stinker or has like a month of just being completely average, and you're 2-2. Two and two. There's going to be fans out there clamoring for Jimmy G to come back, and then you definitely have a problem on your hands. Yeah, you'd rather have Jimmy G be the guy get run off the roster yes. than your young exactly. future franchise quarterback. Yeah. yeah, if Jimmy G's still there, he starts week one and probably starts the whole year. Until he flames out. Because that roster is good enough where they're going to win at least nine, ten games. At least, if not more. Yep. And then you let Jimmy go next year, and now Lance had two years to develop. Yep. That's where I'm at with this. That's I've been at this since, what, January? I I never thought that he was going to leave. You've always been high on Lance. I have been. I'm still high on Lance. So my question for you is, will he be the best quarterback out of that class last year? Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, and... Uh, Davis Mills? 
Mac Jones. <laughs> no, Mac was, Jones. Mac Jones. Thank you. You gotta throw Davis in there. Yeah. Davis had probably the best rookie year of all of them. Although didn't. Uh, oh, Mac, Mac was Jones Mac. won okay, off so Mac, rookie like, player of the year. You're gonna throw Justin Fields in over Davis Mills? That's kind of egregious. But, uh, but uh, I would say, gun to my head, I'm gonna go Trey Lance, number one, Zach Wilson, two, Trevor Lawrence, three. You and your Zach Wilson. Dude, I'm telling you, this is this is Zach's week, Zach's year, man. Maybe we'll see. I think I don't know, man. That class for how highly it was touted, like I just feel so bad for Justin Fields. His career is going to be over before it started, just because the Bears are going to kill him. Yeah. Zach Wilson, we'll see. Lawrence, now that he's got Doug Peterson, we'll see if he can be anything. Trey Lance might be Davis Mills might be the best quarterback out of that class. Right in now, five he, years. Right now, he looking like it. Kind of wild. Very wild, actually. <clears throat> um, and then, yeah. So I just don't know where they go with Jimmy G. I, the longer it goes on, like if he's, if we get to like middle of June, he's and he's not cut. He's he's there and he's starting week one. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, another team, if they're going to bring him in, they need to bring him in for OTAs. They need to get him a new playbook. Like yeah, time is time's ticking here. Yes. Yeah. Um, then you got last thing here on San Fran, the Bosa extension. Yeah, that's going to be gonna a big be one. Freaking huge. That You talk about next guy up, he'll get higher paid. He's the next guy up, but he might be the, the best of the next guys. Like, he's, like, you know, a top three. So what did I say? TJ Watt's getting four for 112. Yeah. <clears throat> You're probably looking at four for one fifteen, four for four for one twenty. Yeah, and I've seen reports that they've like been budgeting for this. So yeah, well, and next year when Jimmy G comes off the books, that clears up space to do things with probably both Bosa and Debo. Debo. And, oh my, that's sixty million dollars in non-quarterback money to two players the benefits of having a rookie quarterback fair yeah but i'm just looking at spot track they usually have like a market value Ooh, that's really low what is it four for 76 he's gonna get way more than that that's not even close his brother got five for 135 yeah he's not gonna take less than his brother he shouldn't nope and especially because that contract was probably signed like two years ago with uh, 8% inflation here. The rest of us got to deal with like $10 eggs. So, Not to uh, mention the salary cap for the next couple of years is going to go up between 10 and 15%. Right. So if you figure Watt's getting 28, <clears throat> he'll be getting 29, 30. For sure. He's still got two more years to go though. Yeah, I think like after this year, he's going to be looking for that extension, right? Yeah, well, he can, he's extension eligible now. Oof. He's going into his fourth year. But if you're... His fifth year option was obviously you're saying Fran, up. why are you not running to his house and getting him to sign immediately? I think you're just waiting, right? Waiting? Why? But like Waiting for Jimmy G to pop off. So what? let's look at their cap. Okay, but like Green Bay signed J- Jair, right? They're, he has a $1 million cap hit this year. San Fran is one of those teams. Green Bay never used to do that either. You got some of these old school teams. Like, look at Jimmy G. He has n- no dead cap. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't do big signing bonuses. They just kind of, that's just their quote unquote philosophy. 
You get some of these teams that just stick to it. San Fran has the least amount of cap space in the league. They have $142,000 in cap space. Oh, my God. So they are barely under the cap. If someone gets injured, how are they going to like feel the roster in week six? I mean, the good news is you'll see some of these guys get cut through camp. This is still the top 51, but think okay. about that, too. That's top 51. Yeah. you got to add two more roster spots as you get into week one. Yes. Yeah, they only have 142 grand in cap space. They're going to have to do something this summer with uh, pushing money out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why you haven't seen some of these guys get extended yet. Hmm. All right. Anything else on San Fran? I think that's it. Oh, Arizona. Oh, my last thing with uh, the Joey Boza thing. I was reading the article on uh, Nick. for PFF. Or, yeah, Nick. Nick Boza. Uh, so PFF rated him the number one player in the top 25 under 25. And then I think like Justin Herbert was number two and Taylor was number three. What are your thoughts real quick on that? Quick hitter. I think you have to put Burrow and Herbert as one. Right. That was my, like, was 1A like, how and is, 1B. How are you not taking the quarterbacks 1-2? But whatever. I I would have him above JT. Okay. I just think a defensive end of his caliber is worth more than a running back. I agree. Just positional value. Yes. Nothing against JT. Big JT fan. All right. That was my last thing on, uh, All right. on Boza. All right. Arizona. Kyler Murray. Uh, you have, could he be an MVP? Could he be... Like next three years, could he be like an MVP candidate? Could he be? Yes. Because he was for like the first eight weeks last year. He was like the leading MVP candidate. Yeah. Like his coach. I know. But I'm um, saying like, is there a universe where he puts it all together for an entire year, stays healthy, and just like... This year's going to be harder. Because his skill set's insane. He is, man. And he's mobile as hell. For how small he is, he's got a cannon for an arm. This year's going to be harder for him. DeAndre Hopkins What's missing that? six games with the beaver tranquilizer. <laughs> um, you know, can Hollywood Brown step in? Mm, I'm not sold on Hollywood. You got Ertz and now McBride. I don't know. Uh, Arizona, like, even last year when they started out 8-1 and one, and, like, Green Bay went down there on a Thursday night, I like, they don't scare me. They don't scare you. You, I they were pretty. I thought that game was definitely fifty fifty. Going into that, and it was a close game. I mean, the Packers was. won by what four? I mean, it's not like, or it was like a last second. Like they were driving, it, and if Rasul AJ, Douglas if AJ Green off. looks for the ball, like yeah. they could very well have won. Exactly. That game. Yeah. So it was a fifty fifty game. I'm just saying, though, and maybe it's just me being a dumb fan. Like there's just <laughs> nobody on that roster, like especially on the defensive side that so like JJ Watt didn't scare you. Well, he didn't no. play, but like going into this year, JJ Watt doesn't scare you. Kyler Murray, like their best player on defense is Buda, Buda Baker. Baker and that's safety, you know. Yeah. Um let's see Isaiah Simmons. Nice player, but like like they they lack the star power to me. Okay. To like really like make a deep run. That being said, like, can't, if Kyler Murray puts together an MVP type candidate, they 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 may be the favorite to come out of the NFC. Wow! Like, if he puts together a forty and 
less than 10 interception season, like that means things are going well. Oh yeah. In yeah, Arizona. yeah. That means they're, they're balling. Yeah. Um, so that being said, so if he, if he puts up a 40 and 10 type season, you think they're going to pay him and keep him long-term? I think they're going to pay him and keep him long-term anyway. Regardless? You, that fan base, like you can't tell that fan base, like, oh, yeah, we know we have a young quarterback who's been to two Pro Bowls in his first three years, but we can't afford it, so we're just going to let him walk. <laughs> like how do you sell that to your fans? I mean, it's the whole we can afford it, but is he worth it? And I don't think he is. That's the thing. They can afford it. Ain't an NFL team. They're all billionaires. They can afford it. Just is he worth it? Mm. Is he worth fifty million? Is he worth forty-five million? Is he worth I, forty million? <clears throat> I think forty in today's market's fair. I think if you gave him a Dak Prescott type deal, four for one sixty, yeah, could live with that. If he's gonna want like Deshaun Watson money, five for two thirty, fully guaranteed, mm, that makes my skin crawl a little bit. Okay, I think I'm there with you on that. 40 is where I'm at. If he gets up to like the 50-ish territory, I'm out. Run for the hills. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm big on Kyler, but like when you start paying guys just to pay guys, it's you're just that's a a bad business decision. It's just like it's a there's a cascading effect that you have there when you're paying like mediocre quarterbacks great quarterback money or even good quarterbacks great elite quarterback money. Like you're going to suffer in some areas. So like if that suffering is like no more deandre hopkins then what do you look like yeah or no more buda baker or no more yeah. you've already had to let chandler jones walk not chandler jones was 32 so that there might be a more of a business decision there but that, those are the type of discussions you start to have to have and you need to start hitting on every draft pick yeah just to build out your roster but the problem is like how do you sell that to a fan like yes we know we had a top, easily top 10 quarterback in the league. We're going to let him walk so we don't want to pay him, and now we're going to get player X out of college who's got a 50% chance of being good yeah. and probably isn't going to be good for two to three years. Yeah, and you're looking at Matt Stafford, Trey Lance. You're looking at and maybe Seattle gets like a C.J. Stroud or whatever. You, I mean, you're looking at having competition for the next decade. So. Mm-hmm. And you don't, yeah, you don't know. God. It's tough. It's a tough decision. That's what's the <laughs> pressure cooker time? What is the worst situation if you're a GM? Would you rather be Steve Kime or Eric DaCosta? So where's Steve Kime? Arizona. Okay. Um, so you got Lamar versus Kyler. I would rather be Arizona. Really? I'd rather have Kyler over Lamar. I know, but instead of paying them. I think like, it's kind of the same question mark, though. Okay. Like I would feel comfortable paying both those guys forty million a year. I would feel very uncomfortable paying either of those guys fifty million a year. All right, fair. If I had to pay one fifty, I would rather pay Kyler fifty over Lamar. That's what I was getting at. Okay, sounds good. I think I'm there with you, but I am not comfortable in any position there. Cause I just think Kyler can throw the ball better than Lamar. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar can't can get you 1,300 yards rushing, but that's got a shelf life on it too. One ankle tweak and he's done. Yep. But if you're looking at Kyler, 
he's always great. And then he gets like these nicks here and there. And then, like we said, like December rolls around and he's not the same. There's no rushing threat. His passing yards go down. His passer rating goes down. There's just no like the running threat for these two guys is what it's really everything, yeah. it's it's everything. So it'll be really really interesting to see what comes to fruition from both these problems. I would rather be Kyler's agent than Lamar's agent. Why? <coughs> Lamar's going well. The, both these guys are going into. You don't want to be Lamar's years. mom. Well, <laughs> but Lamar has a uphill battle this year. Like the front office and the Ravens did not do him any favors. Just the who, who does he have other than Mark, Mark Andrews? Andrews. Uh, all right, fair. Yeah. Like it, it, it might not even be Lamar's fault, but he might have another year where he throws twenty touchdowns and twelve picks, yeah. and Mark Andrews could have fifteen of those touchdowns. Yeah, Cotter's playing in a nice sunny Arizona dome. You'll have Hopkins, Hopkins most of the year. Ertz, Ertz, Hollywood, McBride, Hollywood, Connor. Terminator. He's just got more around him. Yeah. So I'd rather have that guy who's probably still going to throw 35 to 40 touchdowns. Yeah. I think Kyle's a better talent, and then on top of it, he's also in a better situation. Yes. But still, I don't want to pay him 50. No. Because if you pay, like, the eighth or ninth best quarterback in the league, 50 million, like, oh, that just makes my stomach turn. Is he better than Prescott? Yeah, I would. I would take more with Prescott. So like four for like one seventy, comfortable there. That's forty two <laughs> a year, forty two and a half a year. Yeah, I'm good until you hit forty five. Yeah, oh, I'm with you there, but he's got to get paid. And you know what I would do now in today's NFL? Like owners aren't going to like it, but see if he'll take a little bit less, but fully guarantee it. Uh, I don't know why all these guys, especially high profile quarterbacks, demand fully guaranteed. I could not believe Derek Carr took the deal he did. I don't know, man. Like, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. You have all the power, all the leverage as a franchise quarterback. Demand fully guarantees. What do they do? Say no? Okay. Then go kick rocks, man. Yeah, I'll go somewhere else that I will get it. <laughs> and actually, from a player standpoint, now I have a bidding war. Yeah. And now I can drive up the value. You don't think Carolina's going to th- guarantee the my my money okay. i mean you think of like true franchise quarterbacks there's maybe 10 yeah probably which means there's two-thirds of the league out there that are looking for an improvement yeah for sure you either have a young guy who's not proven a vet that you're not great with a mediocre journeyman but yeah there's only like 10 franchise legit franchise I mean, look at quarterbacks. what that's why i like what denver did get aggressive with it and now they they built out their roster yeah. And they were they were a quarterback away. Indy is a quarterback away. Yeah, same thing, man. Cleveland might be a quarterback away. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, is Hopkins prime over? I I think so. <clears throat> I kind of like what he did. He signed that two year deal for was it fifty six million? It was like twenty seven and a half a year. Yeah. Smart because he might get one more contract out of it. But I think this is probably his last contract. Yeah. I- I've never really been a Hopkins guy. He even still he he's looked like he's lost a step over the past year or so, and he can't stay healthy. The healthy thing, and that's probably why the steroids came in. It was yeah. probably less about like performance and more about just recovery. Yeah, if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, 
Although he denies knowing he took it, so for yeah, whatever, for, everyone that has steroids in them always denies it. For, I don't know how that got in there. <laughs> for whatever that's be? worth. For whatever that's worth. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Hopkins is he's just solid. He's good. Still top ten. I've never thought of him as like wide receiver one though. Me neither. And he was paid way higher than any other wide receiver up until this past off season. So does the Bill O'Brien trade? look any better now or no it still looks like it's it still looks like shit because you got <laughs> you got nothing back for got a second round pick and david johnson yeah and nothing da- and it, like 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 we just <laughs> talked about like 30 minutes ago running backs are like once they hit 25 26 it's just such a hard position on your body getting hit yeah. 400 times a year what are you doing yeah <laughs> what are you doing and you look at that in the context of what these teams have traded now for wide receivers first and a second yeah and you're getting David Johnson and a second-round pick. Yeah. Ugh. Bill O'Brien made some very questionable trades. Well, that's why he's not in the NFL anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bill O'Brien's a fine coach, not a good GM. Um, Can J.J. Watt carry this defense? No, because he can't stay healthy either. Right. I mean, over-under, does he play eight games? Under. I'm, I, at that's this what point, the smart I'm money. under. Yeah. Like, like six, I think. Six or seven is where I'm at. He played, what, I think, he, I don't. he didn't play against the Packers. Now it's week eight, and he had like a biceps. I think he tore his biceps, something like that, or his pec or something like that. So he was on IR for the whole year. So, so he last played like year, six or seven games last year. They paid him. They paid him, I think. Yes, and like no other team was even close. Because the whole talk was like, hey, Green Bay, maybe Pittsburgh, go play with your brother. And it was like, Cleveland. Oh, wait. What? He went to Arizona? Yeah, so he got two-year $28 million, $14 million average, 23 total guaranteed. And his, his <clears throat> age, I'm not giving him $14 million a year. No. I did hear last year that it was Arizona and Arizona only. That's why they were such a wild card because nobody else wanted it. Um, he's 33 now. He played in seven games last year. If you'd have told me the year before he played in all 16 games, I would have not have believed it, but he did. The year before that, he played eight games, 16 games in 18, five games in 17, four games in 16. Ouch. Last year, he played in seven games. He had one sack and 16 tackles. Ugh. Man. Do you think he's getting even close? The, even the year before, he played in all 16 games. He had five sacks. You think he's getting close to hanging it up? Maybe yeah. Like, 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 like this might now. be his last year. It's his last contract Getting year. Getting one sack, dude. You're 33. Yeah. Your body's just breaking down. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. I think so, man. This might be the last year. And, like, his injuries have been brutal, too. They're not, like... I think he had some back issues going bah, on. Tore a pack. <laughs> yeah. That just... Ow. Nasty. Yeah. yeah, I think for the pride of Pewaukee, Wisconsin, I think that's... Twelve year career. Looking back on it, I'm glad uh, Packers did not pay him for how much he was. Even like, even if they were like ten million, I wouldn't do it. I would say like five at this point. Yeah, oh, a vet man with yeah, with I mean, heavily incentive. The run he had played. down at the beginning of his career in Houston, though, twenty oh. and a half sacks, 
twice. He won like what three defensive player of the years? Seventeen and a half one year and ten and a half. I mean, so he had. There was a point <coughs> where the over under in Vegas for touchdowns scored for JJ Watt was like four and a half on a in a year. In that four year span, he had fifteen forced fumbles and an interception. That's wild. Dude. A first Bell Hall of Famer. Yes, one hundred percent. I mean, he's got over a hundred career sacks. Even in 2018, he had 16 sacks. But his body's just taking a brutal beating. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, he, he first ball, first bad Hall of Famer, for sure. So, but so so who gets to the pass? Who gets to the quarterback? That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know, man. Do you have JJ Watt there? They lost Chandler Jones. Maybe you your all your hopes are on like Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. In the front seven there. I don't know who else is even on, like, that pass rush. Maybe Marcus Golden, maybe? I have no idea who's even on. Like, Zach outside. Allen is their other defensive end. Good God. Their um, outside linebackers are Zayvon Collins and um, Marcus Golden. Yeah. Mm. Defense could be a big question mark for this. Uh, like you said, you got Isaiah Simmons up the middle, but. He's going to have to have a big year for them to be an average defensive unit, I feel. Yeah. I think they're like a third-place team in that division and Me might too. miss the playoffs. If they miss the playoffs, does Kingsbury get fired? I would, dude. I would fire him. Like, without hesitation. If, you are, if you're under 500, I'm firing you. Mm. If they're under 500, I think so. And that might be some of the upsetness that Kyler Murray's having too with with having Kingsbury as his coach mm -hmm. they were sold as a package though you know like when they first came in it was like we're gonna hire Kingsbury we're take Kyler Murray this is our air raid offense offense, yeah yeah that was like there was like the (coughs) other package and it just hasn't really I don't think they've won a playoff game with it so um when did they beat the Packers that was before Kingsbury wasn't it yeah, Kyler was not the quarterback. Yeah. Was that still Warner? Are you talking about Aaron Rodgers? I'm going talking about the there? Jeff Janis game. That was Kurt no, that yeah, that was Kurt Warner? Oh my <laughs> god, that was a long time ago. Jeff Janis. Was that like twenty thirteen? Twenty fourteen? Uh please hold. <laughs> Jeff Janis. Riders had like two wild Hail Marys within like 30 seconds of each other. Both to Jeff Janis. 2016. Yeah. It could have been Kurt Warner. That Uh, seems like Kurt was like 50 years old then. Uh, Carson Palmer. Oh, God. That's a name. Wow. Okay. Um, Last thing here, Buda Baker and Alpro. I think so. I think Buda Baker's an all-pro. Yeah, that guy's phenomenal. Is he better than Jamal Adams? I say yes, like without hesitation, but some people... Jamal Adams is such an enigma because he's not really a safety. I don't even know what he is. He's a box safety that plays linebacker most of the time, but can line up at safety. Dude, if Jamal Adams can get back to where he was two years ago, where he gets nine sacks, he could be a defensive player of the year. The problem is that team's going to be so freaking bad. Yeah. Like Jamal Adams just has a unique skill set that like he's like the Debo Samuel of defenses. 
that's a that's a nice little take there. Okay. He can, uh, let me put it this way: he can be like the Swiss Army knife of defenses. He can't cover. <clears throat> He's a safety that can't cover and just blitzes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Like he's not playing center field ever. So like best safeties in the NFC. Do you put Tyron Matthew up there in New Orleans now? I would say right yeah, I put Tyron probably would, mm, I'd go Buda Baker then Tyron. I'd say Amos then. Amos up there. I would take Amos over Jamal Adams in a heartbeat. Interesting. And not just being a homer. I just Amos think is more of a traditional safety. He's way more of a traditional safety. He can play man. He can play zone. He can tackle. Like, sure, he doesn't get nine sacks. Great, but no, I don't want my safety does. getting nine sacks. I don't yeah. want my safety blitzing every play. Yeah, then why not just play linebacker, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think Buda Baker's up there. Cardinals worry me though. We'll do over, over under in a second, but. I'll probably take the under. I don't know what it is, but I'll probably still take the under. <laughs> and then we got Seattle. News out of Seattle is that Geno Smith, if the season started today, would be Ooh. QB1. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, as interesting as Seattle Getting quarterbacks Lock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. QB controversy Great. in Seattle. Geno Smith. All right. If they roll out Geno Smith, that just screams to me that the tank is on. He's like the Seneca Wallace of today's NFL. Yeah. He's just a journeyman, just not great. Just Geno Smith was one of the most electrifying college quarterbacks, though. That whole West Virginia offense was electric. Yes. Yeah, and then everyone realized they all sucked <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah, but that was fun to watch in college. Yeah. Putting up 55 points a game. Steve Slayton had a good little run there for a year or two in Houston. Yeah. Um, I forgot. He was, uh, he was in the Packers. T- uh, Tavon Austin. Tavon yeah. Austin was part of that squad. I believe. Yep, that's correct. A little 170-pound receiver that went top 10 that never did It was kind of just anything. a punt returner. Yeah, great. Um, so Geno Smith rolls out this whole year. They tank. You think they just are tanking for like a C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young? Yes. Yeah, me too. And which quarterback would I pick today, May 23rd? C.J. Stroud. Me too. I just like the. He's got the size. Yes. Got a cannon. Bryce Young is nice. He's real thin. Real thin. A little smaller. I, I actually, the more I kind of dig into the 2023 class, I would not be surprised if one of these other quarterbacks jumps Bryce Young. Like Will Levis, mm-hmm. from Kentucky. Yeah. Something like that. That's where I'm at with it right now. I think it's Stroud, then like Levis, and then Young. Good problem to have if you need a quarterback next year. Yeah. Because Bryce Young is nice. Yeah. Dude. And. He, and Alabama is a prototypical pro-style offense. You were just shitting on Alabama quarterbacks like last week. I know, but look at how many. <laughs> you're going to have three of them Tua, starting. Hurts. And Mac. Mac, yeah. I mean, that's what I do. I shit on Alabama. And then <laughs> I'm usually wrong. So, like, does any other – there's no other school that's got three starting quarterbacks. Oh, I don't know. I have to think about that for a sec. Maybe Georgia? Stafford and who else? Justin Fields went to Georgia, then Ohio State. Um, but then, yeah, you're right. Jake Fromm, but he's not starting. He, I don't even know if he's still in the league. He was uh, the emergency COVID quarterback for the Bills. Uh, he had to stay at home isolated from, from the team. <laughs> um, right? I think that's it Yeah, <coughs> from Georgia. 
Ohio State. Yeah, should also shit on Ohio State quarterbacks, which to this day is still accurate. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Justin Fields. Like I don't think it's his fault, but he's got an uphill battle in Chicago. Clemson has Lawrence and Watson, and that's about it. Yeah, what happened to DJ? how do you pronounce his name? Iguala. Yeah, something like that. Man, he had a really bad year last year. I hope I he can he bounce young. back. Yeah, I think he'll bounce back. <clears throat> um, yeah, so, I mean, Alabama's just sticking out talent. Bryce Young will be a starter next year. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so I think- you could have, if Tua has a good year and Hurts has a good year, like those two guys have to prove it this year, you could have four quarterbacks starting all from the same school. Do you think – this is another tangent. Do you think Tua and Hertz both have good years or just one of the two or both flop? I'm going to take Hertz to get extended and I'm going to pick Tua to flop. Okay. I think they both are successful and they get extended. If Tua is successful and gets extended, I think it's in spite of him. I think it's a lot of <laughs> six-yard routes that go for seven Oh, yards. that's going to be the offense. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. But there's going to be like, hey, we made the playoffs with Tua. We're going to extend you type thing. Yeah. There's worse quarterbacks out there, so I could see it. Um, is this Pete's last year? I think so, man. He's 70. They're going to be entering a rebuild. Like, do you want to be 70 entering a rebuild? Granted, he looks a way better 70 than Bill Belichick 70. He takes care of himself. So he's still spry, but... It's the gum. It's the gum. It's the fountain of youth there. Uh, So will he be... I think he's going to retire this year. Do you think he's going to retire? Or do you think he's going to be, like, the next, like, coach of the postseason Seattle Seahawks? I don't know. Is John Schneider still the GM up there, right? I think so. I don't know what his contract looks like, but if he's only got like two years left on his deal, he might be pressured to do something. What do you mean? Like, like um, let Pete go? Yeah. Okay. Let Pete go, kind of do what we just talked about with the package deal with Kyler and Kingsbury. Like, okay, I'm going to bring in a young coach, and I'm going to be tied to this new coach and this new quarterback. I would love to see if they could get like a college coach, honestly. College coaches just have such a hard time adapting ad- adjusting. Yeah. Who's your who's your like hot list? Do you go back to the John Harbaugh road? Do you go like a Ryan Day from Ohio State? I was gonna say uh, if I'm got the one pick, I'm throwing cash at Day and CJ Stroud. Bring that to the NFL. Ooh. Some familiarity there. Yeah. Because, like, I, of the, like, big-time college coaches, Ryan Day is the only name that pops into my head. Lincoln Riley? He's not leaving USC. And I don't think he'd be a good pro coach. Really? I think I think Lincoln Riley... He's just pumping out number one overall quarterbacks. Yes, but it's it's much easier to be successful in college when you can recruit. Okay. When you are just given a roster, it's much harder to be a good coach. <clears throat> Uh, argument, he made Baker a one overall pick. He did. <laughs> and he's going to have two, I bet you two guys in this next class go top ten. Probably. And Addison and Caleb Williams? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Don't, I think USC could potentially be a... Juggernaut? Uh, yeah. 
or a, a playoff team this year. A playoff team? Wow. They're going to win the Pac-12. Yeah, but that doesn't mean much. But if they go 12-0, and 0, that's a playoff team. Sure. They're going to have the talent to do it. I'm not up to date on all college football, so I'm not going to try and sound stupid here. But usually I'm just going to say it's going to be like two SEC teams and like Ohio State and a wild card. Ohio State is going to roll through the Big Ten this year. Yeah. Michigan's going to take, a, I think, a big step back. I think it's probably, it'll probably be Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and like, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. Was good. Maybe Notre Dame's going to be really Notre good this Dame, year. Notre Dame, Clemson. I think Clemson's got some work to do. So like USC's got to like wow people. Uh, like Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, they wow people. The thing, <clears throat> the thing going against Alabama or Georgia is that I mean those are still going to be the two best teams. And you know, as much as Nick Saban wants to bitch about A and M, you're not going to win the SEC with freshmen. But that the, the SEC is tough. Like, there's yeah. no easy games. Yeah. Well, I but should say that. That's the thing, though, is like win, those the the committee is like, yeah, we'll take a two loss SEC team over an eleven and one USC team. That's. I just don't know if USC will lose a game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Um, a couple other quick notes, and we'll do over unders. I want to do DK next. I thought he was going to get dealt, but I think he's now the face of that franchise. I think so, too. But I'm not, like, I just don't understand why you'd want to do that from a DK Metcalf perspective. Like, you're just basically resigning yourself to not winning for the next three years. Money, money, money. I guess, but you can get your money anywhere else you want to go, man. Yeah, but it's like what J.J. Watt did in Houston, where you could be the face of Seattle. Like, the money off the field is probably going to be way more than any money you can get on the field. Like, every business in Seattle, if they want to work with a Seahawks player, it's going to be DK. They have no one else left. With Bobby <laughs> Wagner and Russell Wilson gone. Wilson! And you sell them on hope. Like, hey, okay, we're going to give you 28 a year. I don't think he gets 30. Okay. but He's going to get somewhere between 25 and 30, for sure. He'll get more than A.J. Brown got. Guaranteed. Like, like and if DK was like, hey, I want out, force me out. I'm going to go to the Jets, New York brand. You don't think he would be like the face of the New York offense instantly? The Jets? Yeah, probably. But and like, he would get way more marketing and if, all this off-the-field stuff. If you're Seattle, you just go, look, it's going to suck this year, but next year we're going to have C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis. All right. I just, God, you're just throwing away two years of being competitive pretty much because you're not going to be competitive this year. We have a rookie quarterback probably next year. Probably not going to be competitive really. The thing is you go to like the Jets, I don't know how com- how much more competitive the Jets are going to be. I mean the Jets are in a better spot than Seattle. But you're in that division with Buffalo, Miami, and New England. Yeah, but you could be better than – you could be the second best team in that division. And that's borderline – I think the, but I think the Jets are more than DK Metcalf away from being a wild card team. You think so? Yeah. Mm, okay. I think they're. I think, I think they're, they're building something over there, man. They are. They're doing it. They're. They're not being the Jets. Yeah. Which is good. Nobody should be the Jets. <clears throat> um. I think D. I think DK signs an extension. I th- yeah, at this point, I think he signs an extension. I just. I just don't. I just hate it. I don't know why. I would have loved, honestly, Seattle to trade him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get two firsts for him. You don't have to pay him. 
and now you're just full blown re rebuild mode. Yeah. Like let's do it Philadelphia you Sixers got the style. Russell Wilson picks, you got the DK Metcalf picks and you, you got, got your, your own picks, picks and you're like, look, three first rounders and we're just going to build yeah. this thing from the ground up. Yeah. You talk about Jets having a draft, if you come out with like if you have like six first round picks over the next 3 years, yeah. Like good god. Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah, that team's going to do something. And but, next year, like if you have multiple first round picks, it's perfect cuz you still get your quarterback. Plus, there's going to be so many quarterbacks taken next year. You can get phenomenal position value mm-hmm. down the draft board. Yeah, that's what I would have done, but... I know, also understand why they didn't. I'm just an idiot in a basement in Wisconsin, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, Kenny Walker versus Rashad Penny. I'm going Kenny Walker. I would, too. Just for the age thing, like we just talked about. Plus, like Rashad Penny's never really done it for me. He's always been injured. Yeah. He had a couple good games here and there, but I think you start Kenny Walker day one and give him the majority of the reps. Are you drafting <clears throat> any Seahawks for fantasy? DK. You would take DK even with Geno Smith out there? Yeah. Probably because he's going to get 15 targets a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like Go get it, DK. One, the game script's going to be fantastic for you. <laughs> Two, he's a phenomenal talent. And three, if we're playing keeper league. Not to mention they're going to be chucking the ball because they're going to be losing a lot of games. Exactly. The game script's going to be super favorable. Yep. But I'm not touching their defense and I'm not touching their kicker because oh. they're not scoring points. No, no, no. And Geno Smith, good God. Would you take, uh, for fantasy, who would you take, DK Metcalf or Brandon Cooks? Mm, I'm going to go Brandon Cooks. Oh, it's interesting. Okay. I think it's a horse apiece, but I think I'd lead DK just because of the talent. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Brandon Cook's just in a better spot. Yeah. I mean, Davis Mills in Houston's a better spot. That's really that's I mean, sad. That's sad. <laughs> but we could be talking about a seven-win Houston Texans team versus a three-win Seattle team. That's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, over-unders. So we got – they have the rankings the same we do. Rams, 49ers, Arizona, Seattle. Do you want to guess or do you want me to tell you? Um, I'll, I'll guess. Make okay. it more fun. So we'll start with the Rams. Yep. Over, under, I'm going to say they're at like 11. Ten and a half. Okay. Over under. I'm saying over. I'm gonna say eleven to twelve wins. I agree with you. I'll take the over. San Fran's next. San Fran? Well, it's gotta be under ten and a half, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say nine and a half. They're at ten. Oh. That's such a good over under. I'm gonna take the over. You said ten, right? Mm-hmm. I think they win eleven. I think they go eleven and six. God, I hate the even. Like I what I would say they're a ten win team. <laughs> I know that's why it's a perfect over under. So I'd say I'm gonna go over. No, actually, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm gonna take that back. They play the AFC West, dude. It's a tough ass schedule. And yeah, and I'm their gonna go, I'm gonna go tough. I'm gonna go under. Okay. Arizona. Eight. They're at nine. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna take the under. I think they win like six games this year, seven games this year, and I think Cliff Kingsbury's gone. Seattle. Four. They're at six. Wow, that's generous. Hammering the under on that. 
So they are not even. Let me hold on. Let me do some quick math here. Let me count one. Two. So that would be three. They would be tied for fourth worst. They got the Jets, the Texans, and the Falcons with lower over-unders. Jets, Texans, and Falcons? With lower. Not the Bears. Wow. Okay. Those Bears was like six and a half last yeah, week. They're yeah, they're tied with the Lions. There's another team. Seattle, Detroit, and Carolina. Can I read off this schedule to you for the Rams? Sure. Opening week, home against the Bills. <laughs> At least it's a home game. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's say let's say fifty fifty. I'm gonna say loss. <clears throat> I'm gonna say win. Just because everybody is like projecting Buffalo to be Super Bowl winners this year, I think they're gonna just get smacked in the mouth. I think they're still gonna have a phenomenal year, but I think they're gonna lose Week One. Josh Allen, these boys, man. All right, all right. So we're split there. So Falcons, then that's probably a win, right? At yeah, home, definitely. At the Cardinals, we'll tough game on the road, yeah. but probably a win. At the Niners, loss. Home against the boys, win. Uh, home against the Panthers, win. Home against the Niners, tough. I'm, I'm gonna say they split with four with San Fran. Um, ta- at Tampa, loss. Home against the Cards, probably a win. At New Orleans, Ooh. that's gonna be tough. Yeah. I'm gonna say loss. Mm-hmm. Depends if Jameis is still healthy. Yeah. If they're rolling out Taysom Hill. Trevor Simeon again. Eh. At Patrick Mahomes. Loss. <laughs> quick. Cool. That was a quick loss. <laughs> quick loss. <laughs> uh, then you got the Seahawks uh, at home. And then you get the Raiders at home. Mm. And you get the Packers in Lambeau. Probably like, a loss. This schedule is rough. And then you get home against the Broncos. And we're in. We're, this is Christmas, home against the Broncos. And then you get, you know, I guess, at LA Chargers. <laughs> right. Uh that's January first and then you're you finish with on the road in Seattle. But like you got the Chargers, the Broncos, the Packers, the Raiders, um, the Chiefs, the Saints, the Bucks, the Niners twice, the Cowboys. Like you got ten dogfight games, the Bills eleven dogfight games yeah. for the Rams, man. I'm so happy the Packers don't have to play the AFC West this year. Facts. Oh, my God. So so they get the NFC South and the AFC West. Um, the or, the Rams? Yeah. 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 The only way that could be harder is if, if maybe they had the NFC East. Yeah. they Because then you're traveling, too, to the East Coast more. Yeah. But they still, still draw the Cowboys, which you think <clears throat> is the best team. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing darts <laughs> across the table here. Yeah. Uh, so that's a brutal schedule. So you're looking at like, uh, I'm just going to. So now that I'm thinking about it, like 12 wins. That's a lot. The good news is they get a lot of those tough games at home. Other than, well, actually they're it's not true because they're in New Orleans, in, in Gr- Kansas City, in Green Bay, in Tampa. In Tampa, in Lambeau. 
at the Chargers. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pull up the Cardinals schedule real quick too. They get Dallas at home, the Raiders at home, <laughs> Denver at home. I think the Raiders might be there. Wait, no, I'm sorry. I think that's Raiders versus Cardinals. That's the one in Mexico City. Can't remember. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray gets to open up at home against the Chiefs, then the Raiders, then the Rams. 0 <laughs> 3. 0 3. Then you get a cupcake in the Panthers, then you get the Eagles, then the Seahawks, the Saints, and the Vikings. The 49ers might win this division just based on schedule. They open with Chicago, Seattle, and Denver. In Denver. So let's say let's say two and one. Two and one. Then you got the Rams, tough game. Maybe you're two and two, but then you go Carolina, Atlanta. So you're sitting four and two, worst case scenario probably. Kansas City at home. Then you got the Rams and the Chargers. So that's a tough stretch there. Arizona. But then Saints, the Dolphins we'll see. Tampa. Seattle. Is that at uh, at Miami? Nope, at home. Ooh. And you get Tampa at home. They have a stretch of three straight home games. Saints, Dolphins, Bucks. So all of them got to come across the country. That's pretty nice. Then you get Seattle. Then you get Washington at home. At the Raiders with the Cardinals at home. The, I mean, every That's, team has a brutal schedule. But I think if I they had opened to, up great for San Fran. Yeah, and even f- finished great. Like Seattle, Washington. That three week stretch though, you have like the Tampa, Miami, and the Saints. But they all come to you. I mean, great, but like that's that's pretty brutal. Yeah, but of the of the schedules we just went through, I'd rather have San Francisco's schedule. Yeah, 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 definitely. Man, that's just this is just gonna be a fun year. This is going to be brutal out in the West. That's why if the Packers, like, don't get the number one seed. Yeah. Like, That's an indictment on. Your division stinks. Like, let's run through their schedule real quick. Minnesota on the road, win. win. Chicago at home, win. win. Buccaneers on the road, probably loss. a loss. Patriots at home, win. win. Giants at home, win. Jets at home, win. Well, that's... The Giants game's in London. Win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that you caveat. You're playing on Mars. Because I said home and, uh, <laughs> game. Uh, Washington on the road. Uh, win. win. At Buffalo. Loss. loss. Lions on the road. Win. Uh, Cowboys at home. Win. Rodgers will not lose to McCarthy. <laughs> um, Tennessee at home. Win. At Philadelphia. Say loss. Sure. Just to because they're gonna drop one. Yeah. At Chicago, win. LA at home. Maybe a win. Close game. Yeah. Dolphins at home on Christmas. Win. win. Vikings at home. Win. Lions at home. Win. I think we got like four losses. Yeah. So then you look at Tampa really quick. They open at Dallas, 
at New Orleans. They're going to lose New Orleans. Like you think Tampa, so? T- uh, Tom hasn't beat New Orleans. <laughs> That's a crazy stat. Yeah. Uh, I think they beat Dallas at Dallas, though. Yeah, they'll beat Dallas. <clears throat> they'll probably lose New Orleans. We had them beating the Packers, so they're 2-1. and one. Then they get the Chiefs Loss. at home. Loss. 2-2, two and two, you get the Falcons at home. So three. Steelers, four. Buccaneers, or Panthers, five. Ravens at home. Six wins, probably. That's a tough game. Let's say loss. Okay, so they're at five. You get the Rams at home. That's a win, I think. I think it's a win. Six. Seattle, seven. Cleveland at Cleveland. Win. That's seven. No Deshaun Watson, probably. November 27th. I mean. It's going to be tight depending on how many games you get. Yeah. Saints at home. Lost. Tom can't beat him, man. <laughs> <laughs> at San Fran. Uh, win. Okay. Bengals at home. Loss. So I'm at five losses. Arizona at Arizona. Win. Panthers win. Falcons win. So they're 12 and five. Yeah. Packers are, have to be the favorite to get the one seed. Come on, New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Keep this. beating Tom for us. <laughs> Keep beating Tom for us. Yeah. I think that's why I said I think that it's 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 out there for the Packers. Yeah, you just got to take care of business. You, I mean, the Rams are going to get beat to hell, and that schedule is brutal. I mean, the Packers have to play the NFC East and the AFC South. And no, AFC East. We got the Jets. AFC and, East, excuse yeah, me. The Jets and them. So other than Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, dude. Uh, the Green the schedule lines up for them. Green Bay should win 13 games. They should. There's no excuse. You, you lose the Buffalo, you lose the Buffalo, but that's a that's a scheduled loss. Whatever. But you shouldn't be losing to the, the Jets or the Giants or the Commanders. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's in. It's it's out there for them. It is out there for them. All right, man. Anything else? Nah, man. Good stuff. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> no, two hours, man. Um. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.